okay, the cat is out of the hat. And yes, that's right. We have teamed up with Sig Sauer. And there's nothing better than teaming up with the best of the best in the business. And I'm talking anywhere from their optics, firearms, and ammunition. Me, personally, I've been rocking the Zulu 9s for the binos. And I am loving them. Me, I think they're the alpha of the glass. For the fraction of price that you pay for, guys, check them out. The Zulu 9s. But I must say, I went down to the Six Sour Games, and I got introduced to the Zulu 6s, and I had no idea their technology was so advanced. And I'm talking about their stabilization. You guys hit a switch on these binos, and bam, it's all smooth. No rocking, no motion, nothing. It is, and you know how heavy I breathe. I'd be breathing heavy, and I'd just be tired, and I pull my glass, and it's just wobbly all over. And I hit the switch, bam, it's clear. It's like being on a tripod. Guys, check them out. Their technology is off the charts. And I'm talking anywhere from, you know, their rifle scopes to their range finders. Uh, they all introduced the new BDX system. Guys, check them out. Support a company that supports your favorite podcast, SixHour.com. You already know what we be rocking. We rocking those Tito knives. And I got to give my man Luke over there some major props. I personally love his new drop on a knife called the Tito Air. Some call it Tito Air. Some call it Tito Air. I don't care. It's a bomb-ass knife, and I love it. Uh, guys, check him out at TitoKnives.com. And when you're at the checkout, use our code GU15. This podcast is brought to you by Cryptek, the best hunting and fishing outdoor tactical gear on the planet. That's right. I said it on the planet. That is why I wear it and my team wears it. Guys, check out Cryptek.com. And when you go to the checkout, type in our code GLADIATORS. That's all capital letters, GLADIATORS, to save that money. Cryptek.com. Damn, Cody, everybody be liking what we're doing with this Bullhorn app. Yeah, what's not to like, man? You get to text, you get to call in, you get to run your mouth with your favorites every episode. Man, we love it. I love the interaction we get with our uh, listeners. Guys, if you guys want to become a part of your favorite podcast, download the app, bullhorn.fm, your podcast app. This podcast is brought to you by Kafaro International. It's gear for life. Extreme hunting products, packs, frames, tents, shelters, sleeping systems, stoves, and more. Did I mention it's American-made? Love it, America. America. Hey, guys, check them out. It's kafaro.net. Glad I winterized my camper, dude. Yeah. It's been cold as fuck I up bet. here. <clears throat> when I was I took a buddy out for first rifle this past weekend, and Friday night was freezing. Freezing. Cold as fuck. Were you guys staying in the tent? Yeah, we just camped right off the side of the road next to all the half of half of Colorado that was out there. The Army of Orange. Dude, it's stupid. Yeah, fuck. I don't miss that shit at all. All right, let's do this, dog. Let's do this. What up, what up, what up? Shit, we on a Tuesday night. On a Tuesday night. And we're rolling, dog. Uh, we got fucking Tomasa on the show tonight. Get rollo. <laughs> Damn. Uh, no skinny coats. He's uh, working slash 
75 day hard, whatever you call it, aka rolling with uh, guys in pajamas. Um, I don't know. I'm 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 proud of him though. He's doing good. Uh, he came over. I haven't seen him for probably I don't know a couple weeks, three weeks, and uh, he lifted up his shirt and he got some abs. Getting them abs yeah. going. I was like, well, that's what happens when you're called skinny codes. You right. should have abs. Yeah, you, better, you better have them. <laughs> but no, he's doing good, man. I, uh, I'm i happy for him. He's doing that. But Tomas is running the show tonight. Cameras, bullhorn app, and everything. But that being said, tonight's guest, my boy Cody, a.k.a. known as Johnny Three Sticks. Yes, sir. Tell me a little bit about that. What is up with that? So, my first name, my real name is actually John. Um, it's not Cody. No, well, my middle name is Cody, so I've been going by that my whole my life. But I'm John Mackinich. My dad is John Mackinich, and then my grandpa is John Mackinich, too. Um, and then back when, like, Robert Griffin III um, was kind of getting his thing going in the NFL, and everybody called him Robbie Three Sticks. Yep. I just kind of ran with it, and... So like John McAnish the third and now Johnny Three Sticks and it's kind of stuck. Yeah, never, so never changing anything. It's smart. I like it. Don't get me wrong. It's cool. I just always figured, you know, you being a hunter and outdoorsman, I was like, oh, it has to do something with arrows. No, no, um, <laughs> no. but I mean, I guess if that that works too, it, it does. Like can, I, I was cool with, sort of I was cool with it, whatever. But um, that has more of a meaning, yeah. honestly. And I and I will say, uh, fucking way cool. I like it. Um, so, like, honestly, first of all, dude, I I appreciate you coming all the way out here uh, after work. No, it's good to be fucking out here, man. We've been talking work. about it for a little bit. I, now, I know. So. Um, well, you know, we. Uh, I I will say we we became pretty good friends over uh, what couple best of the best best uh, of the best two years ago. Yeah, a couple years ago back. And boy, did we have a good time that night! <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> and uh, we just got we just got along, and I didn't even know this about you, but you wrestled with Justin. Yeah, so he was so my uh, freshman year of college, I was actually playing football um, down at CU in Boulder. Left after my redshirt freshman year, and then I went up to UNC, and then when I was wrestling, so it was like the year after. I think it was the year after Justin All American. Yep. And then um, so he was up there for. I think two more years when I was up there, and then I wrestled for like another year and a half. Okay, after that, um, what a goober! Huh? He's good, always been a goober. Huh? Good, good dude, though. He is a good dude, but fuck, he's yeah. been a goober, right? Yeah, it's awesome to be <laughs> awesome to watch him. He's always, I don't know, I always felt like he was born to fight. Yeah, like he's he was doing he was doing some of those like amateur fights and stuff. In the yeah. off season when yep. we were in college. Well, he had to keep his grades up. That's why yeah. he, uh, I think Leister uh, let him fight because yeah. he was going to do his grades, right? Um, you know, it's funny because I said this, uh, what, a while back. Uh, we had that last podcast with him, and I was like, man. And I went in there. We were at Onyx, and we were rolling, uh, moving around. And, and I literally have not rolled with Justin probably for a minute because he had no surgery. Yeah. And like I, my ass haven't really been doing a whole lot either, but you know, hunting. And um, I went in there and I fucking we just started moving around. Tanner, Tanner fucking was rolling with us too. Tanner Weeks, yeah. Oh shit, I didn't even know he was in Colorado. Uh, was it Tanner Weeks or is it Tanner, the dude that works at Onyx with Justin? He wrestled at UNC. Yeah, so I think it's Tanner Weeks. Okay, yeah, yeah. he lives here. No shit. Yeah, yeah, he he's a. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, I see Tanner all the time. Yeah, and. uh 
it's funny because I don't even know Tanner's last name. I think, it's, I think it's Weeks, yeah. Okay, cool. And uh, either way, uh, fucking, uh, we, we started to roll and do this and that. And fuck, man, this motherfucker grabs my arm. And I'm 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 doing pretty good, right? Yeah. Like I'm I weigh him fucking by fifty pounds, right? Uh-huh. So I'm doing pretty good and you know, and I'm rolling with him and fucking he fucking grabs my arms and just tries to rip it off. <laughs> and it just goes pop, pop, pop. And I'm like, Oh shit, me and him kinda had the oh fuck luck. Yeah. And looked at each other in the face and he stopped and I stopped and I was like, I'm scared to move this motherfucker. And it was it, it was fine. Yeah. I was like, "Oh shit!" He goes, "Damn, you're getting old." I had, I had one of those. Actually, I was rolling this morning, um, and a dude, like one of the guys at the gym, we were randoring, and he jumped like a toehold on me, and it wasn't like my ankles are like super flexible, so mm-hmm. I don't. It's hard to like foot lock or ankle lock me, but he cranked on it a little bit as I was like kind of fighting it, and my yeah. an- my ankle popped so loud, and <laughs> scared he just, the fuck. He literally just like let go, and his eyes were like baseballs. Oh, yeah. What like, the fuck I like, did I just do? I was like, do? dude, we're fine. It's it's all good. It's a little sore right now, but no no issues from it. But yeah, yeah. It's, you always get those pops, and you're like, oh shit. Yeah, that's what, what it happened. was. So I I jumped right on top of him. After I was like, oh, I'm cool. Yeah. Fucking try to snatch a headlock him and like fuck with his head, choke him. Motherfucker grabs my wrist, pop pop pop, and I'm like, <laughs> whoa, being him just stopped me. That one hurt me. Yeah, that one hurt me. And I was like, fuck, dude, I'm not the man I used to be. Yeah. I'm fucking old and brittle now. And, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know what it is, man. Like, I in my head, I think I could still do it. Yeah. And which I probably can if I took regular jujitsu class and, yeah. and, and, not and just go all out and not go balls of wall with Justin Agee, right? Yeah. And, but in my head, I'm, I'm, I, I like that. That's a part yeah. of that, you know, you like you always, co- you're competitive. That's why I started doing jujitsu. Yeah, because you missed it, huh? Like that physicality. Yeah, you missed it, right? Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what was my whole deal, too, why I got into fighting was I missed competing. I missed um, fucking, I don't know. It's just different. Like, I, I lift weights. I do all that kind of stuff, and I love doing that, but it's just like a different type of training. It's way different, the right? Car- the cardio is way different. How long have you been doing BJJ now? Uh, like two years. That's it. Yeah, two and a half years, maybe. Oh, I thought you've been doing it way long, man. No, um, my dad actually started because uh, he wanted to get into it, and he was, and he the way he got me into it because I was just kind of getting my business up and rolling, so I didn't have any cash laying around, and right. he basically said like, kind of like, hey, I'll pay for your membership if you come. You want to help um, me? Yeah, like, help me out on some stuff. So. That's kind of how I got started in that, and then it's just kind of taken off from there. So being a wrestler, did that just kind of – see, I just remember when I started jiu-jitsu, and I was nowhere a collegiate wrestler, right? Yeah. I was just Nebraska high school wrestler, placer, uh, wrestled for the junior national team, freestyle wrestler, I wrestled yeah. for state uh, national team, but I never did, you know, college. Yeah. And when I stepped on jiu-jitsu, Matt – I was like, yeah, I got this shit. No problem. Fuck no. Well, in, a, in a gi, it's a whole different ball Way game. different game. I was like, I was getting collar choked left and right. Like, you know. <laughs> that, yeah, that's a rookie mistake, yeah, right? Like your, yeah. head, your head position in wrestling and stuff like that is, in a gi, you're like set up perfectly just to get choked out. Well, and I think a lot of it is, is just, my my whole deal was me being on my back, being comfortable on my back. Yeah. Like, now I'm cool with it. Like, yeah. I prefer being on my back. I'm like, oh, I got to fight that hard. Yeah. I had to, I had to like, force myself after a little while because 
for the longest time I could get away with my wrestling. Like I could just scramble out of positions. But then like there's dudes that are bigger than you, yep. or they're better than you at jujitsu. Position. And they hold you down and then you're like, Oh shit, what do I do here? Absolutely. So there were time there like I kinda forced myself to like put my wrestling on the table a little bit and like work on like a guard game and yep. things like that. Now now it's a lot of fun. I'm super comfortable with it. But And you're uh three oh three, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um how's Tony doing, man? I like that guy, dude. Good man. I, I actually I train at five thirty in the morning. So Tony, You don't see it as even that much. Yet. Tony's not there as much. Yeah. But um we had like a big old that's when I got my purple belt a few months ago. We had a big uh belt promotion ceremony. Oh cool. And he was there. We always have like a big randori afterwards. Yep. So yeah, he's doing good. He had like he had a shoulder surgery a while back that was probably he was probably coming back too fast from yeah. it. Um and so he was nursing that, but I think he's all good now. Yeah. Um I was just fucking thinking, dude, uh I used to go in there at three oh three. Like I like me and Tony were cool, man. I always yeah. have mad respect for that dude. And uh there's a bunch of fighters that used to train with him. Yeah. And so I would always go there, and um, like Justin Salas used to go over there all the time. And um, the guy that brings it in my head is Robert Martinez still go there. Oh, yeah, I actually like, rolled with Robert today. Dude, hey, dude, yeah. that's my dog, dude. Yeah, I, 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 I got I, Robert's awesome. I got I got to say a little. I always say, dude, come on, dude. I think you fucking trade jujitsu, dude. All you do is fucking lay on me. Yeah, yeah. No, he's tough, man. He's he's like, good. Huh? He's he moves well, and he's got. He's like we always call it like dickhead jujitsu mm. he's got a lot of those like little tricks that he'll show you that you're like ooh. when i was yeah. a, when i was a white belt i was told that <laughs> i probably shouldn't be doing that to people and, yep and know, he like, does it yep. yeah he's he actually does this thing where he like if he's if he's in your guard he like wraps his his own gi around your your arm or like your bicep just uh -huh. to tie it up and it'll make your freaking fingers numb like he you can't he won't let go of it yeah so be an asshole yeah you get like can't move your fingers yeah. at the end of a round and stuff like that. he always got like little stuff like that yeah he's good i've, I've been mean i want to reach out to him because i want to really get him on the show because man me and him have so many stories like of just you know we we, we fought together at the time when he yeah. when he was fighting and um you know just him being a firefighter and this and that but like he really took jujitsu to another level like he this was like Robert was a fucking like gangster just to want to go toe to toe with people. Yeah. And um I think he ended up hurting his neck, I think. Or did something, yeah, but not, either way. Sure. But uh then he just started doing more jujitsu and dude, he just found fell in love with that shit. Yeah, and he's there all the time. I would say Tony had a lot in you know, the three oh three uh gym. The atmosphere was probably perfect for him, you know. And um I think that's what pretty much saved him yeah uh and why he does it and everything but yeah i like i i give him a lot of shit but i man i like that no, dude. he's a cool dude yeah he's really cool um yeah there's all kinds of people does uh i was thinking like uh you know even rose goes over there quite a bit still I've seen so, her yeah, yeah i've seen her every now and then um rose and pat last, used to go there all the time her, yeah pat was running like the kickboxing for a minute for a yeah. while over there and then i think at Rose's last fight, I think they kind of, they were in their camp doing yep. their thing. Yep. Um, and after that last fight, it was pretty cool. We were rolling one time, and she just walked in. I think she just, like, showed up. And yeah. Everybody was like, what's up, champ? Yeah, like, it's cool, it's right? Cool. Yeah, it's cool. Just, like, and that's just how she is. She just yeah. drops by a gym and yeah. hangs out. I mean, yeah. Um, that's cool, man. I guess, I guess before we get started on this whole podcast, like, I guess what I really want to know is, like, what's a day-to-day -day right now? Like, you said you woke up this morning. 
and you started rolling. Like so I actually, I rolled, I rolled midday. Normally I'll train at like five 30 in the morning. Um, there's like some, we do a couple classes. Thursdays are randories. Um, I try to get there two or three times a week during the morning. Um, and then I'll try to get to one or two randories sometimes. Like when I haven't, I've actually just been back in the gym during September. I didn't roll one time. Yeah. You've gone, gone almost the whole month. Um, but yeah, like Saturdays we'll go in at like 1130 and roll. There's a really good crew of guys that rolls at that one. Uh, midday. That's like the one Robert Robert's always at in the middle of the day. Yeah. I like to get over there cause it's cool too. Cause like we have like a, like a morning crew, a midday crew and a night crew. And it's kind of interesting cause like all the, all the, you know, professors that teach some of those classes, they got like a different style. Uh-huh. So like the morning guys roll a little bit different than the midday guys roll yep. a little bit different than the nighttime guys. So it's cool to get like exposure different to yeah. those different ones. But yeah, I'll usually go there at like, um, usually go there at like five 30. That's just an hour. And then I'll run over to my gym, um, that I own. And that's, I mean, that's what I do for work. So I'll train, Usually like three or four sessions in the morning, and then I usually have a middle of the day gap, and then we have a lot of like middle school and high school kids that come in and train after school. So we'll train from three to six o'clock, things yeah, like that. Yeah, you say what what kind of gym? Explain to everybody what kind of gym it is actually. So well, originally it's just me now. Um, I originally started with two other business partners. Um, now it's down to me. When we had a couple of them. We did some physical therapy as well. Uh-huh. Um, it's a lot of like what my background is, is like training people post rehab. So like post ACL surgery, post shoulder, post hip surgery, all that kind of stuff. Um, so you went to school for all this? Yeah. So that's what I studied at, at UNC when I was wrestling was exercise science okay. up there. Um, and then my first job out of, out of college was at like a predominantly physical therapy clinic. Yep. Um, and we were just kind of trying to build the training side up. And that's how I got a lot of exposure to those athletes coming off of um, you know, ACLs, we have the, the owners of that gym, uh, or of that facility. He was the former assistant athletic trainer for the Broncos. Okay. So we used to, they used to rehab a bunch of the like Broncos guys that were free agents waiting for, uh, signing. They had a connection with the Nuggets. So like a bunch of the old Nuggets guys would come in and rehab there. So I got like good exposure to like the professional athletes. Yeah. The side top of athletes of yeah. it all. Yeah. Um, and that wasn't, that was like a really small bit of what I did and then a lot of it was just like general population people trying to get back to you know to their ACL they want to get back to skiing they want to get back to jujitsu yep whatever it may be um started the gym and then we just kind of took off with a lot of the younger athletes um now I'm really now that it's just me I'm looking to expand the gym like we have a little area where we used to do all the PT stuff Mm. so I'm going to start doing like some open gym stuff where people can just basically pay for a membership oh nice 24 7 access um just a way to bring in a little revenue. More stuff. extra and revenue. Then, yeah, and get people, if they want to train at a different facility, not go yep. to like a commercial gym or something like that, give exactly. them give them that option. Well, it, you know, when they come into a, a gym like yours right away, you're working with them hands-on right away, it may give them the option of be like, I feel comfortable here. Yeah, and that that's what we want, like a little more intimate setting. we got like yeah. 5,000 square feet, so it's not like a oh. massive place. Yeah, um, but, but it's, it's perfect. Yeah, enough space to... And we've got five squat racks in there. Um, oh, wow. Like all the machinery you need. I'm getting some cardio equipment like treadmill, rower, assault bike, all that kind of stuff. Nice. we got turf in there, so we do some sled pushes. Oh, no the, shit. Yeah, with the athletes, we do, you know, like speed and agility stuff in there. So got enough room to do everything we need to. That's um, crazy. I mean, I mean, I, kn- I know a little bit about it because my wife, that's what she does, yeah, right? She's she, a PT. And um, she does more 
brain, spinal cord, mm-hmm. you know, shit like that, you know, uh, trauma stuff like that. That's what she likes. But she went down to all the way down to Aurora, down at that uh, hospital down there. The, was it the Stedman Clinic? Uh, no. Um, what the fuck is it? UC, UC Health? Yep, UC yeah. Health now. Yeah. And she loves working with patients again. Yeah. Like, she missed that whole part because at the other place she was more like in the management and yeah, and they got to deal with all the insurance. Yeah, stuff it's just weird, that. right? Like, yeah, and like for me, it was like, dude, you sure you want to drive all the way down there? Yeah, you know, it's That's like fifty, min- 50 minutes, you know, an hour. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, yeah, I'm gonna try it for a while, and if I don't like it, I don't like it. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. And she loves it. She, That's it's awesome. w- way worth it for her. She, she found another love for the whole job again because I think she was just burnout for her life though but like she loves it now like i'm i'm like damn and here i'm thinking in my head like there's a physical sp- therapy spot right up here right yeah. like 10 minutes away i'm like damn you could probably go in there drop your resume take over this old motherfucker and yeah. uh do it she's like dude maybe someday but i'm happy right yeah. now my girlfriend's a pt too um and she's actually started her own like cash-based business and she rents a room from me so she rents mm. she's she treats patients out of the gym but she does like pelvic floor physical therapy so she works with a lot of like postpartum pregnant women yeah it's birth, like a whole different area birth, birth which... prep stuff and she loves it like she can see way less patients per week i think she right now she's seeing like 18 or 19 patients a week yeah she's crushing it and she um, loves it she's booked out and she's not burned out because like a lot of those pts if you're at certain clinics they make it- you see like 18 patients a day and then they yep. got to do all the paperwork yeah all, all the notes shit. and yeah. everything and just like that's the part that i think she wasn't ready to get back in the swing i think because i yeah. hear that the most it's you pretty, know pretty common with those yeah PTs. and i'm just like god damn yeah no it wouldn't work for me i would never be able to do that you know what i mean i like i figure like if i go on to school like that i'll be like a Pharmist, yeah, where I can scribe my own shit. I'll yeah, be on some shit, dog. Get your script pad. <laughs> I'd be taking all kinds of shit. Yeah. I'd have Adderall for days, and dog. You'd be over at the gym cutting <laughs> prescriptions left and right. I'd be having my side business, having a business, yeah, right. right? Oh, I would never be able to be a pharmacist because I'm not smart enough. That's for damn sure. But uh, yeah, well, that's cool, man. Uh, so where's the gym at here in Denver? No, it's in, it's in Arvada. Um, okay, like. 64th in Indiana. Oh, shit, that, that ain't bad. Yeah. I so, know exactly where that's at. Yeah, there's like a YMCA right there, yep. right, across, right across the street from it. Nice. There's a big old dance studio okay. in the same warehouse. As nice there. area right there. Super cool. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of development. It's part of like, I'm trying to dive into a little bit more like the general population adult stuff because that, that huge Candela's neighborhoods yep. going yep. in there. I don't even know how many homes. My my there, business but. partner uh, that we all hang out with, uh, um, this quick break is brought to you by Crispy Boots. And I'm telling you, I've been rocking the new Laponians Gen 2s, and they had the best thing that's ever happened to my feet. Man, I'm talking lightweight, great ankle support, and I'm telling you, they look real snazzy. Uh, I love them. I used to rock the Thors, and, man, these things uh, blow them out of the water. I'm telling you, man, let's just keep it real. Crispy Boots, I'm a big fan, and I think all their boots are or the bomb.com you know uh guys check them out at crispyus.com built that cadellas really he was the 
I don't know what what do you say that he is uh he was a what the fuck like you call it? land manager. developer. Oh yeah. He owned the land mm-hmm. and yeah, he fucking crazy. dude it's is crazy on that. how long that property is sit. I know. Like it was back in like two thousand eight. Like this guy's well off, right? Yeah. Well off. And he was about to go fucking bankrupt. And yeah. I should talk about his business, but he was so stressed out. And it's so weird. He's like, Luke, if I could just hold out, yeah, this will hold up and I'll look at it. worked out for Look him, at it, like dude. That's ah, crazy, dude. Blowing it's up crazy over there. over there. And um yeah, he's he's literally one of my best friends and um I gotta have him on the show too and uh I'm kinda waiting for like a special like you know, like I don't know, maybe my I don't know. I should just have him on here. I don't. He don't need a special thing. He loves. We we love to gamble. Justin knows him really well. Yeah. Uh, we play craps all the time. There you go. You know that's the game. Yeah, and uh, he's just he's just he's helped me out so much, dude. Awesome. And he's just a good man to know, and he's taught me so much um, about everything. And you know, it's crazy. It's just the guy is so interesting, and you would never know he was. You know. A millionaire. Yeah. When I first met him, I used to work at L.A. Boxing when I first moved up here. Uh-huh. You remember that gym, L.A. Boxing? I don't, I don't think I remember that one. It, it, so it, it used to be L.A. Boxing's are the UFC gyms that yeah. they bought out. Uh-huh. So uh, it's all the UFC gyms now. Okay. Right? And uh, he came in, and I was the head trainer of the one up in Westminster on 104th. And uh, wanted to work out. Shot him, showed him and Bruce, his buddy, how to work out, hit a bag. They they uh said, Hey, we would like to do some private lessons. Took and off from there. From there we did private lessons and you're talking about two years went by. He finally invited me up to his house. And like we're close, dude. We were yeah. like, we're good. And he's an old man and uh older man. And dude, we just had a great time. I just knew who he was. He met he invited me out to his house two years later, right? Well, I went to one gate. And I was like, God damn, where the fuck is he live? On a top of a mountain, right? Yeah. Then we went through another gate. <laughs> and he goes, You're almost there, Luke. Just come on up. I'm like, God damn. Where's he where's he at? And uh I said, I'm gonna tell you right now, your race just went up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've been, he's been sandbagging you. He's been sand No, he's been good because it worked out perfect because he uh gave me an option and he he offered me some money. Uh-huh. And he goes, hey, do you want them, you want this money? And it was a lot of money. And I needed a lot of money at the time. Yeah. I could use it. And he goes, or we could be business partners and let's 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 make something happen. Yeah. And I said, Well, fuck. I don't know shit about business <laughs> and I know you do. I'm willing to go and take this for a ride. Yeah. And me and him just we've just all been so fucking good. Yeah, that's cool. And, uh, what are you guys? What are you guys doing together? Uh, we started Gladiators Unleashed together, yeah, okay. and um, he was like, "I don't know shit about what you're doing, but you're gonna run with it." And he was my backer on it for a while, and then um, he's all like, "Is this ever gonna make us money, Luke?" And I was like, "Let's uh, let's let's try another adventure." Yeah, and I kept running. I mean, we still run Gladiators, and obviously ran into the podcast mm-hmm. and this and that, and um, but. Uh, we have another thing, which I don't. I'm not really too proud to say of this. Uh, it's called the VWC. The VWC. Yeah, and we started an LLC 
It's called uh, <laughs> the Vegas Weekend Club. Oh. <laughs> and we go gamble. <laughs> and that has made us more money in any business possible, so dude. Where you, where you start is you just write off all your losses. <laughs> yep. <laughs> It's crazy, but no, we have we do some cool, and Justin's a part of that now too, the oh, B, cool. BWC, and it's probably something uh, I don't really want to talk about. Yeah, but it's uh, hey, it's it's fun entertainment. Yeah, we're, I love to gamble too. <laughs> oh, I dude, I don't have my own LLC, that's for sure. Yeah, it's uh, something not to be proud of, but yeah, we had fun. We like, we go to Blackhawk a lot, yeah. you know, and we play craps there, and uh, we. I mean, we just have so much fun doing it, and it's just, it's like, you know, when you got a guy like Justin now making, you know, a great amount of money, yeah. right? And uh, you got a guy that's Greg that's very successful, right? And then you got a guy like me. That, <laughs> it's like that song, one of these yeah. kids just don't belong here. You're you're playing the red <laughs> chips, and they're playing the purple chips yeah. out there. I'm like, I'm looking at these guys, and I'm like, hey, man, how much longer are we playing for? Because <laughs> I'm out of money. Yeah. And they're like, oh, hell no, you're not. And like, it's funny because uh, it's just, you know, you know, the one thing about Greg, he always says it's only chips. Yeah. And I'm like. No, it's not, motherfucker. It's not yeah. chips. This is money. Yeah. But, like, when you have that much, uh, that in your bank or in your pocket, it is it is chips. Yeah. Not me, dude. Nuh-uh. You're, you're stashing my, them every time yeah, you get shit. past to get up even. You're stashing I, them I put them in, in my other pocket. You yeah. know what I mean? I am. And uh, at the end of the night, they're like, dude, how'd you end up doing? I'm like, well, I'm up a thousand bucks. How the fuck you up a thousand? And yeah. I'm like. I put some away, I guess, you know, yeah. but hey, it's so weird because we've had great luck there. Uh, we've had great, great success in, in Vegas, but then we've had shitty luck too. But I mean, there's this one time, dude, we walked in to the Saratoga up here mm -hmm. and we were playing craps. I walked in there with 400 bucks just to gamble. Yeah. And I walked out with fucking... I want to say like twenty one thousand dollars. That's at the Saratoga. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you probably cleaned them out up there, dude. We cleaned them out with. I think we all ended up taking. I think the total was like fifty one, fifty two thousand. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh fuck, dude!" I mean, I couldn't believe it. So we went up there. We're like, I'm gonna be. A, I told everybody that night. I said, "I'm gonna be a professional crab player." Yeah, I, I got this down. Yeah, I know how to play crabs. Went up there two days later. We all took them for another like seven grand. <laughs> they changed the table. They changed everything on us, dude. Tried after to, that, right? To get it. Well, we went up there the next week, and I was like, "Well, fuck it. I'm about to quit my job. I'm about yeah. to fucking fuck fighting, fuck coaching. They, I'm about to just fucking get paid fucking craps." They took it all back, dude. They took it all back. <laughs> Not all of it, but I was like, "Dude, what the fuck are we doing? We're crapping out left and right. Like we could roll shit." And uh yeah, that's gambling. That's, no, that's gambling. We had a one of the years we went out when I was when we were in college. We went out to Vegas um, for that tournament, that Cliff Keen tournament that they have out there. Mm -hmm. And we got done early that day, and we didn't fly out until like eight o'clock the next day. And uh, we decided, me and like two or three of the other guys, we were the only ones on the team that were twenty one. So we decided that we were going to go out and club club that night. Ooh. And we had a, we had like I don't know like a hundred and eighty dollars of per diem. Oh yeah. For for food and stuff that weekend, and we took all of our per diem, 
and we were going to go to the club that night. And I sat down at a craps table, put a hundred dollars down as a ten dollar minimum's craps table, and I was down to my last twenty dollars. I had ten dollars on the pass line, ten dollars backing up my odds. And these two guys from Texas came up and sat next to us and like completely changed the table. Like an hour and a half later, I walked off with like twelve or thirteen grand. Yep. I was just like pulling handfuls of hundred dollar chips <laughs> in my pocket. <laughs> so it's the best it, feeling yes, ever, we right? Never even went out. I just played craps and then. Like after season, we went out. We went. Me and my buddies went back out to Vegas for spring break, and I lost like six grand. Yeah, so it, it all, got it you all, hooked. It yeah, all just went down the it is. But it, I mean, here's the thing: like, if you really think you're gonna win, you're fucking on crack, yeah. right? It's that moment where you're like, when you do win, you're like, this is the greatest thing yeah. ever, right? Like, it is cool because I don't know. I don't always. I don't think I win. If I come back even or with a couple hundred bucks more, I'm happy. Yeah. There's times where I had to come back with fucking not even enough money to fucking tip the fucking valet guy. Oh, yeah. I've been that guy. And I'm like, bro, I'll get you next week. You know I'm good for it. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, you know where he's. And I'm like, fuck, I'm out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm out. That's when it's really fun is when, like, everybody's winning. Everybody's tipping the dealers. The Yo, dealers yeah, are having dude. a good time. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, and, that, and that's what's nuts is, you know, the way Greg and Justin, I play, like, we give them all money. The mm-hmm. you know the dealers make. So when we win, they win. Yeah, exactly. So like it's the whole fucking table's good, and they want us to win, you yeah. know, because they win, you know. Yeah. But it's it's it is what it is. But I don't know. I just you know I I you know now that we're talking about gambling and this and that and it's gambling is like hunting to me. It's like uh, sometimes it's good. <laughs> Sometimes it's shitty You know what I mean Most of the time shitty Yeah most of the time <laughs> shitty But uh, I mean that was kind of the whole reason why I got in touch with you Because uh, we would say you're on a heater right now Yeah I mean we don't like to talk about heaters But goddamn, dude you uh, had a good September I did Unfortunately I'm like done I didn't draw a deer tag in Colorado or anything Oh so no now, shit And yeah, now I'm I'm pretty much cashed out No way Just taking I just took my buddy out for first season rifle this past weekend and then might go out with one of my other buddies. He's got a third season deer tag. But okay. I've been hawking the leftover list for like three months now. And yeah, look at that. To pick anything up. And uh, I'll see what I can do for you too on that whole deal. Cool. Um, but, um, yeah, so I guess the whole thing I is is like I, you know, I, I stay in touch with you on, on Instagram and this and that, but I kind of didn't really hear the whole – uh, thing on how you shot your fucking was it five by five? Yeah, it was a five five point. Yeah, it was it was good, man. I was like, well, it's more than what I fucking shot this yeah. year. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean i I ate my tag last year. Yep. Um, and I drew I drew a good tag this year. Um, so I was really, I mean, I could have been done this year in the first five minutes of opening day. Um, I had I had a five point at like thirty five yards. No for, shit. Yeah, he was. Um, but I actually went into a drainage that over the summer I had scouted and I had found two like big abs- bulls, absolute monsters. Yeah. And I was like, I ain't killing a five point on, on day one. Yeah. Um, like that opening day I saw like 16 bulls. Um, and just none of them were that bull that, that you and, and like an over the counter unit, I would have been yeah. slinging it right away, but I was really holding out for, so this was a draw unit you picked, right? Yeah. 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 Good. I, I that- hunted there. I drew that tag three years ago, two or three years ago. Um, 
and I didn't get to spend a ton of time in there because we, we were supposed to go to Alaska the year before, and then we had to postpone it a year. So we went out there hunting moose um, in September that year that I drew that tag, and so I only got to hunt the last, like, four days of season. Oh, no shit. Yeah, um, but I knew the unit pretty well because I scouted it quite a bit, and, yeah, so like I said, I saw a bunch of those bulls opening morning. Didn't uh, didn't choose to go after any of them. Um then it kind of went slow, and my brother actually had the muzzleloader tag in that same unit. Um, so he came back out. He lives in California right now, so he came out, and we went out. I blocked off, like, nine days, so I was going to oh, nice. hunt that whole week. He only had, like, four or five days. So kind of focusing on trying to get him on an elk. Like, opening morning, we got on a bowl, like, ripping bugles. You might have seen it on my story, but we got within, like, so he had that muzzleloader tag. We got within... 80 yards of him perfect but the fog was so thick uh, you could barely see like the outline of the elk yeah and he's just standing out there in the open ripping off bugles and every time the fog would like kind of clear he'd put the, he'd put the muzzleloader up and he was just saying that like looking through those iron sights he couldn't he couldn't yeah. see the elk through there i know that's the only bad thing about colorado dude yeah. is iron sights man i'm like come on and i guess that's why they let you hunt it's still considered primitive so that's why yeah. they let you hunt during that archery season it's, it's it's ridiculous. So. Yeah, but so that that and then the wind switched and that bull they busted out, and then the next day we kind of got a little tunnel vision. Um, we were like we were sitting in this one drainage and we basically said we'll give it till ten o'clock, and then we're gonna move out of here and go to a new spot. And we we're just like sitting there drinking coffee, and we were it was like nine fifty, like we were literally about to pack up our packs and get out of there. And across the drainage, a bull ripped off, um, and he came running down with his cows and I didn't see him through my binos, but my brother was like, Hey, I think that's a pretty big bull. Mm-hmm. And he, they came down to the bottom and I was like, where is he? Like, I can't see him. I can just see his cows. And, he's like, and there was still a lot of fog. No, this, this was the, di- this was the next morning. Okay. So we were on it. This was a different elk. Um, and he ran a raghorn out of the trees, like 200 yards below us, 250 yards below us. And I put my binos on him. I was like, Holy shit is yeah. the biggest elk I've ever seen on. Really? Um, yeah. Like, like I was, pretty comfortable judging elk but i'm pretty hesitant to say something's like 375 plus and yeah I, that's a big so after out. after we looked at him i was like dude he's easily like 375 380 and no I've been, shit and i've been seeing um so like now i got i know a bunch of guys that have like 375 380 bulls like on their wall and they've had them taped and everything yeah not this he, guy he was he, he was <laughs> He was bigger than that. No shit. So we, we basically got, like, tunnel vision on him. I'm like, we got to kill that bull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we chased him around for, like, three days. Um, never. We got – there was one night we caught him coming up a drainage. I popped out of the trees, and I saw one elk, like, 100 yards. If I had the muzzleloader, I could have shot him. Mm-hmm. But my brother was, like, 50 yards behind me. And by the time he got up to where I was at, they were already, he was gone. They were already into the timber. Um, so we chased him for that. And then – he ended up, he started out, the first day we saw me, I had like nine cows with him. And the day I went up to pack my bull out, um, I just drove up to the spot to glass where he had been running around and he had like 75 cows with him. So he had just kind of kicked the shit out of all the other Everybody. bulls and then took, took them all. Yeah. And so at that point, pretty tough yeah, to fucking. get on him at that. But I had already killed my bull. Yeah, I was, I had one more day. So I was, I hiked out. I went into a place that I had kind of e-scouted, but hadn't been in there yet and I was like well at this point like I'm just gonna shoot I'm gonna shoot anything yeah um so I got it hiked in got up on this little little point and I glassed a cow and a calf came out and this bull came out right behind him so I kind of picked a spot 
dropped in, came up the other side, and, like, last 10 minutes of light, um, I was, like, right where I thought they were, and I blew a cow call out, and he came running out, like, 65 yards right above me. He was he was facing straight at me, so I'm, you know, just frontal. So I couldn't, I couldn't shoot him there, and he ended up running. is super lucky. He ended up running down the hill, and he stopped. Like, I think he was looking at his cow that was back behind him because he wasn't looking at me. And he stopped like 20 yards. No shit. Looking down the hill the other way, perfectly broadside. And so I just Boom. threw one in him. And I actually, it was it got dark right after that. And I couldn't find my arrow. So I ended up, you know, getting my headlamp out, found my arrow. And it was just caked in blood. The veins were all ripped off. So I was like, oh, this sucker's dead. Yeah, it was a good shot. Um, yeah, and I ended up camping. And I was just going to get on him in the morning. Because yeah. if he bedded down, I didn't want to push him or anything. And it yeah. was cold. So Smart. I was going to be kind. I got on the blood trail and ended up, you know, find, walking the next morning. And the blood trail, like, completely, completely died. It was, like, 70 yards and blood just, it was blood spraying all over the trees. And really? there was none. And I couldn't find him. And I dropped down in the timber. And he had, he must have just died while he was running. And he tumbled into this really thick bush. And I found him down there. So he was he was dead there. Awesome. So got it, got it done, like, last second. Last second, last light, whatever. Well, it sounds like you were in them all fucking season then. Yeah, I actually, I was I was in elk every single day. Um, I was actually joking with my dad the other day, but it seems like this is the year of, like, everybody I know knows somebody that wounded a bull and couldn't find it. I had the same thing. Um, I got, I wounded, I shot a bull, like, two days after my brother left. And, like, inside, I could show you some pictures of some of the blood that I found. It was crazy. Like, definitely lung blood, but I think I only got one. Uh-huh. And I tracked that sucker, like, all day. My dad brought up the dogs. Oh, really? Followed. Everything. We were following blood, like, good blood. Um, I camped that night where I found last blood. I got on that blood the next morning, and I followed Nothing. it for, like, another mile. And by the time I lost blood, he was, like, on a game trail going up uphill and over the ridge. Yeah. So. They're so they're crazy animals, right? Super it's it's tough. it's crazy. Um, one thing I will say, like, like I, me personally, I'm I'm glad that you you're you're fucking man enough to fucking admit to fucking shooting and, and doing it. Like, oh, dude, I'm, it, it happens. It it, it does happen, and people are so scared to fucking say it, man. Like, especially archery hunters, like yeah. it's gonna fucking happen. Absolutely. And um, you know, I'm I'm just like, man, fuck it. Dude, it happens, uh-huh. and I'm I'm the guy that I have um, I've done both. I have hit an animal that I've notched my tag because I know that that motherfucker was dead, and I and I shot it. And then there's been times where I've hit an animal, and I've said, "Fuck it, I notched my tag. I know that that bull's gonna be alive, right?" Yeah. Am I fucking quote on like a uh, ethical hunter i try my best to be an ethical hunter but at the same time i'm gonna try to fucking hunt and kill an animal yeah I, that's just me well, especially the, if i'm doing public yeah fuck, bro and i think the difference is is like you know like i put like two days into trying to find it yeah and it's one thing if you like you know you have the guys that'll shoot it they'll follow blood for 80 yards and if they don't find it they're like oh fuck it yeah they're we'll gone go, we'll go yeah, shoot it there's a different there's a different total difference yeah there, like true that True that. I will say that. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I you know, it, if you're archery hunting long enough and you do shoot at animals, it's bound to happen. Yeah. And don't judge a book by its cover because it's about to happen to you, too. Absolutely. Like, 
every circumstance is different. I would say like there's times where I know I made a great shot and I just can't find it. Right. Whatever. I'll, I'll pack up shit and leave. Yeah. But there's other times where I fucked up a shot and I'm like, fuck, I know that motherfucker's going to be fine. Yeah. I'm going to hunt. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. More so nowadays, like me, I, I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm hunting. Yeah. I got too much money in this shit, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's just like, hey, man, do I want to make the best shot? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I shoot all fucking year long. I got an archer range out here. It's not like I'm trying to make bad shots, right? Yeah. And, um, but like for rifle, I I've never had that problem, right? No. It's different, right? It's just well, I think so people different. That, people that will clown on you for that are probably the guys that haven't shot enough shit to uh, arrows, to right? See it happen. Yeah, exactly. And I, me personally, it doesn't fucking bother me. Like I don't. It's in one ear out the other because I do me, right? Like I I I I just wish more people would just be like not worry about what happens on social media and just be like, do you, man? Fuck it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. It's going to fucking happen. You're yeah. going to shit the bed. Yeah. And when it does, fuck it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, there's people out there that shoot it with a rifle and take a picture with a bow. And yeah. So there's, Damn every, it. Every, who told you about me? Everybody has their shit that they do. So. Yeah, yeah. right. And, and that's the thing. Like, my whole deal is um, I, I'm, I like all hoodie, right? Like, yeah. I, like, this weekend, uh, I leave tomorrow. Um, or no, Thursday. I leave Thursday uh, to go to Arizona, and we're doing a rifle hunt with goose deer. Um, I have no problem picking up a fucking rifle and shooting a deer. Oh, me neither, man. I I actually like, I mean, I haven't done enough archery mule deer hunting. I'm, I'm, I love elk hunting. I haven't been bit by, like, the, the high country mule deer it's overrated. Yet, but overrated. Um, I'm sure I will if I get on. You know, you get on a big velvet buck up there, but... Um, I, uh, like, I love chasing like late season deer, like when they're, when they start getting rut oh, and there's shit. snow on the ground, like that, that's really fun. To Dude, me. It, it is to me. It's just like, I'm a whitetail hunter. Yeah. Like at heart I am, but I love deer hunting. Like I love if it's a mule deer or whitetail, I love deer hunting period. Right. And, um, I got a few deer tags left. Uh, are we out? Yeah. Oh. Got a Michelob over there? A Ultra? Yes. Skinny boy can? Yes, we do. <laughs> Fuck. This fucking... It's my 75 heart version of beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's allowed on my... my you know, I should, I should actually drink a lot more of those. Fuck. They go down easy. I know, but I got to drink the whole 30-pack to fucking fill it. That's why you drink a whole 30-pack on the golf course. <laughs> yep, that's it. Um, But anyways, I was getting out to the point where... I don't care if it's archery, uh, rifle. I'm a hunter. I just like, um, I like going, I like being outdoors. Um, do I give credit to the guys that just all archery hunt? Yeah, man, it's cool. Like you got more time than me, uh, to go out and you're way better stalker than me. Whatever. I'm cool with that. I'm, I know my, my boundaries, Mm -hmm. right? I'm not trying to say I'm this and that. Yeah. I love bow hunting. I have. I have a rifle tag here for uh, um, mule deer. Yeah, here third season. Uh, it's like from October 29th through no- November thirtieth. Oh, okay, so you get a whole month. Yeah, I got a month for that tag. I plan on shooting that with my bow. Mm-hmm. 
because it's when they're rutting and this and that. Last year I did it, my bow. I shot a little dinker, nothing too crazy. Yeah. But this year I'm, I'm holding out for a bigger one, and um, it's it, it's just something I want to do. Am I opposed to bringing the rifle? No. No. Hell no. Hell no. No. Get but. But I'm trying to. I I want more uh, going to Nebraska for a uh, archery hunt too. You know, so it's just. I I mean I I love archery. I do. I love I love the close encounters, but at the same time I have I'm sad, especially with this whole new gig with Sig. Yeah. Like, dude, their shit is unbelievable. Oh, yeah, you were just technology me about is that. fucking nuts, right? And uh, it's just it's just cool. Like I'm excited to hunt again and. And shoot with the rifle or whatever, but I my deal is if I got a tag, I'm gonna use it. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm happy, I'm pumped, you know. So, um, I guess that's kind of where I'm at. But I guess, you know, you shot this big five by five. I'm like, how do how did the pack out happen? Oh, uh, pack out wasn't too bad actually. He was there was like a there's like an old logging road, probably like 300 yards down the hill from him that walked straight out down the bottom of the basin. So I uh, courted him up um, the next morning, and my dad actually came up and helped. He took one load with me, and then I actually had to get back to work that morning so or that afternoon. So we packed out half of it. I hung the other half of it okay. down in the creek bottom. Yeah, and then, good. So that was like on a Monday morning, left him Monday night, Tuesday, and then I went up. I didn't work on Wednesday morning, so I drove up there on Wednesday morning and just hauled the other half of him out. Dope. Brought the dogs up with me, got them some exercise, and packed the other half out. So It kind of gave was, your body a little rest. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't that bad. Um, definitely not one of the worst ones I've done. That's cool. Um, How long have you been hunting for? I've been hunting my whole life. Um my dad's always been a big hunter, so he's, yeah. you know, is more like weekend warrior stuff because I was like wrestling, playing football, all that stuff, you know, growing up all the way through high school. So never, never got into archery um, until after college, really, because I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't, it'd be tough. Fall to be would be hard, right? It'd be a tough to be an archery weekend warrior. Yeah. Um, so then after I was done wrestling in college, started diving into it a little bit more, but and it was like post college. I was just being a total knucklehead, just yeah. part partying. Everybody all the time was. I think we all were like that, right? Probably wasted like four years of good hunting opportunity yeah. right out of college, and then I'd say probably the last like six, seven years really like dove into it hard. Um, we get older, and that sh- that sign. We get girlfriends, wives, and yeah. Let alone yeah. uh, waking up every morning like feeling like shit gets. Dude, old. mine was like when I was twenty six. I. It was like a hard stop. Like my hangovers are three all days. through college. Shoot, while I was wrestling, we were partying like five nights a week. Yeah, not I could yeah. get up, Easy. go to go to weights, go to practice that night, do it all I, over again. And I can't do that anymore. And at this point, I'd rather go hunting on the weekend. Yeah, no, or absolutely. Take a week off. Yeah, so, yeah, just total total mindset. Change. Yeah, there's there has to be something really like fun. Like, well, let's let's put it this way. Like we, the last time we you were here. Uh, for the best, the best. It yeah, was we, two years ago. We, you were here in the studio. We got after Looks it. A to, we, bit. we got after it, but we were cool because we stayed here. Yeah. We didn't drive, didn't do shit, but we just had fun. Yeah. It takes something like that for me to really, yeah, get on one again. And um, I don't know. It's just me. Is like, yeah. Do I have drinks on on the show and this and that? Yeah. But I'm telling you, man, it's like 
when I go hard, it's because I'm going hard and I know I'm going to feel like shit. Well, for that's, three that's days. my thing. It's zero or 100. I yeah, think dude. Like it's the, like, my wife's like, hey, you want a couple of drinks? Yeah, I'll have a couple of drinks. But that couple of drinks may lead into fucking raging me. I, dude, I like, I don't, I don't even know if I have the ability to do that. Oh, dude. Dude, it, believe me, it's still in there. Well, I just, much, I just mean like, do just a couple. Yeah. It's, it's like zero or nothing. Yeah. Having, oh, yeah, yeah. You're I'm saying. Having, I'm having no drinks or all the drinks. Yep. It's one of the two. Yeah. It's my my deal is, is like, I'm trying to teach myself, oh, it's just a nightcap. <laughs> right. My nat, my nightcap comes back into the shop after my kids and everybody goes to bed. I'm like, fuck, I'm still fucking ready to go. Right. Yeah. So then I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to try some of this fucking weed. Right. Yeah. So then I go to sleep. Right. Fuck, then I'm just sitting here on my phone looking at it and I'm getting high on my phone smoking the joint and I'm like, fuck. Yeah. It's two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Go to bed, fuck. You know what I mean? And then I gotta take my kids to school and I'm like, fucking, why did I do that? Yeah. You always regret it the next morning. But always. Always. I'm dumb, dude. Yeah. I swear to God, I'm forty one. I'm gonna be Well, wait, no, I'm I am forty one. I'm gonna be forty two in November. Coming up. 30th. Yeah. It's coming. I'm going to have a big old bash. Yeah? No. 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 <laughs> it's not. It's not. A, it's I'll not be a, in bed by nine, yeah. dark. Uh, no. It, honestly, man, I probably will be hunting, honestly. I was going to say, you got a tag. Yeah, I'm going to probably be hunting. Um, but, yeah, it, it's, uh, it, it is what it is. But I guess the next thing I want to ask you, man, is, you know, I'm. I'm creeping on you on your Facebook and shit, or not Facebook, but IG. You were down in Texas shooting hot at. It was, yeah. So, was. so tell me a little about that because you know I'm I'm, you know, on the next big thing and I shot an eighty-seven yard. Yeah, with an hot at. Tell me about yours. Yeah, so my uh, my uncle, so my mom's um, younger sister, her husband, he lives down in New Mexico, um, and he's like a sheep nut. He, yeah. loved, he loves those Audad. Um, and he basically worked out a deal. He owns an HVAC company down there. Um, okay. And a lot of money in HVAC. Yeah, he does. He does well. He's got a, he's got a contract with like one of the big plants down there okay. um, that they kind of maintain. But he does all, he's done a lot of like trades with this guy that basically, so they got like the ranch owners and then you got the guy that runs all the tags that the, you know, the outfitting business down there. And my uncle put in, I think, a couple air conditioners for him. And then my uncle sells tags for him. Oh, like wow. Like, he just has has guys that he knows that want to buy tags. So he trades, like, hey, I'll sell you X amount of tag. I'll sell these tags for you. And you give me a couple. And then he got a couple of tags in trade for wow. um, putting in those air conditioners. Hell, yeah. And Smart business. Yeah. So he's they've gone down there, gosh, forever. Um, and I've always been you know, putting the plug out there, like, I'd love to go do that. And then actually this past Thanksgiving, he was like, put it in your calendar, October, we're going down there. And I was like, cool. So I threw it on the calendar. Um, I drove down there and then we drove down to Texas. It was down in the, what's that, the Chinati Mountains down there, yep. like right on the, right on the border there. Got a helicopter ride in. Um, oh, no shit. Yeah. It, I don't know if helicopter rides are my jam. No, they're not kinda, mine. It's kind of sketchy, but no, they're not mine. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I've been on a few. I've even been the one on Vegas, the the one that takes you around the whole fucking Hoover Dam and yeah. the Strip, dude. That shit scared the fuck out of me. Yeah, we were. Uh, 
Yeah, so my uncle, they, my cousin, he had a really good new muzzleloader tag down there in New Mexico, and they were on that hunt, um, and they were hiking out in the dark, and my uncle, like, fell over some deadfall and jacked his knee up real bad. Um, and so that helicopter got us up to where we camped. We basically camped in a cave. No shit. Up there. Yeah, it, was, it was cool. Um, then just hunted right out of camp, and there's just, it's crazy just how many freaking sheep are out there, man. I know. Like, we literally hiked, like, quarter of a mile up over this ridge drop down in and there's a herd of like 400 sheep yep. bedded on the cliffs and it's nuts they look like ants right like, yeah it was they're way harder to like pick out than yeah. you think because they blend in they blend in with that like all the vegetation that they have it, out it, there. it's crazy because you know you would think because there's you know hundreds couple hundreds yeah of the them, first right? herd we the first herd we saw but there were 300 of yeah them in there. and when we did it because like when i went my first time i went out with scotty out top of texas and like Jerry Shaw, my the graphic designer that does everything, um, he had, I said you're up first, man. You're shooting the rifle. Yeah, you know, you're up, dude. He was shooting a U, so it didn't. You know, yeah, there was tons find, of them. Find one. Like, which one do you want to shoot? He was like, you got him, boys. Yeah, we got yeah. him. Fuck, <laughs> shoot right. And it was like a 500 yard shot. Yeah, smoked it. Boom, popped it. You know what's fucking crazy is when we went to go gut that motherfucker, there was a baby inside it. <laughs> that shit was like a little different. Yeah, now. that's a little weird. It was uh, different. I've never seen that. Yeah, it was different. And, uh, yeah, they look like little baby unicorns. It's wild. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm sure, you know, PETA is going to love that one. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Fuck them. Screw PETA. Um, but, yeah, so I... I Honestly, like when I when I say that, like it sounds like your whole deal. You camped in a cave, got out the next morning, and you were right on them. Yeah, literally, like that first morning. We so there was four of us. It was me, my uncle, or actually five of us. Me, my uncle, and then one of his good buddies, his son, and then his brother. Um, so we had like four tags um, for the five of us up there. And like I said, my uncle's knee was pretty jacked up, so he was like, "I'll make it up there." Um, but I don't like, I can't get around yeah. everywhere. So we get up there, see those sheep and I don't know shit about judging sheep. Yeah. Like you put a 29 inch Ram and a 34 inch Ram. Nothing. You can't tell yards away. Oh, I don't know how to tell. This the is the one thing I learned in camp. Oh fuck. If that 29 inches and that was 34, my shit, that shit was 34 and it was just broomed. Yeah. You say it's broomed, dude. Yeah, well, That's I, it. I did. I did shoot one. He was, he was broomed off pretty good, but, yep. um, yeah, so like I, I just like pick one out. You tell me which one to shoot. Yep. They ended up winning. They ended up winning us and blow out. So we were sitting there glassing, and I heard some rocks behind me, and I turn around and there's there's a ram like 15 yards behind me. Oh shit! So we're like, oh shit, there's sheep back there. So me, like I grab the rifle, and then uh, the other guy's son, we grab it, and we pop up over this hill, and there's like a hundred of them just sitting right over. They just fed. They fed right out from where we camped, right over the top. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I don't know what the hell I'm looking at. So I'm waiting for one of them to tell me which one to shoot. And I find a ram through the scope and they're like 80 yards away and I'm on him. And the other guy's like, the, shoot the one on the right of the tree. And I'm like, I'm looking at the one on the left of the tree. So I'm like trying to find the other sheep. And then all of a sudden, boom, like the other kid, he, he found it. He shot it. And they all, they all took off. Um, and so they, that kid killed the sheep. It was like a 35-inch ram. It wasn't super heavy, but super long, long. huge curl. Yep. Um, but like I said, I 
could ask me what it was looking through the glass, and I'd had no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other one, I guess, was way heavier. Um, still a really good ram. They're like, you should have shot that one. Yeah. I was like, yeah, but I heard you say shoot the one on I the think, right. I, honestly, I, I don't remember. I had to fucking redo mine, but I think mine was mine was heavy as fuck, and I think it was 33. Tomas, yeah. you remember that? 33, 34. Yeah. Broomed. Broomed. Yeah, He's like 36 and a half. <laughs> For sure. No, he was heavy and big. I can't wait to get him back because yeah. I want to put him up here. You Are you know? getting like a shoulder mount on it? Yep. Yeah, yep. I, want, I want to get a pedestal mount on the one. Yeah, the fucking, their mains are just so, cool. so fucking cool, right? Yeah. Uh, what'd you do with, like, like here's my, I'm going I'm, I'm to keep it real. I donated that meat because oh, I had a little beat. I yeah, had a little no, uh, I had a little bit of Snyder's before, and I was like, I'm I was, cool. I I was just taking their word for it. They were like, we don't touch that shit. <laughs> yeah, it's nasty, dude. And like, down there in Texas, it sounds like you don't have to. No, you don't. You no. don't. It, it's, uh, well, you know, I know a lot of people take it for their dogs and shit. Well, that's what one of the guys says. He said his dogs won't even eat it. Yeah, the dogs. And I'm like, dude, I would never. I hate my dogs. <laughs> and I would never do that you to my dogs. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not that good, you know? Yeah. Like, we make breakfast sausage out of it, and it's just not, Yeah, it's not the same, dude. Yeah. It's rough, dude. I just, I just rather not, like, for me, to shoot another odd ad, it'd be less like, it'd be hard for me to shoot. I, I would probably shoot a U because, I don't know, unless they're fucking begging me to shoot another one. I don't know. I, I think don't know. They're, they're really cool animals. Oh, um, they're awesome animals. It's just, and they're way bigger than I thought. Oh, like that, the rams are that, fucking monsters, That ram dude. I shot, I bet you, I bet you he weighed like 350, 320 pounds. Yeah, I pounds. think, yeah, you, what's yours weigh? We didn't weigh him, but I bet, I mean, he was, I mean, way bigger body than a mule deer. They're like dense. Oh, huge, right? What'd you say, 320? Probably 320. Yeah, I think mine weighed around like 340, I think. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, 30. 33 broomed in 340. <laughs> a little bit bigger than yours. Yeah. No, it was cool, man. It didn't like, matter yeah. to me. Yeah. It didn't because here's the thing. Like, with like those odd ads, I never shot one before, and I was like, dude, I was a cloud nine. Well, that's that's what I was saying. Like, you could, you literally could put those sheep up. Dude, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. It wouldn't have mattered. Like, it was, it was just a really fun hunt. Yeah. It was Like, it was actually really cool when we were caping mine out. So, we actually were on a – the second day we were walking to go um, – found a herd of like 400 of them and like i said the two guys that we were with they were like oh those are two awesome rams like we got to put one of those down and so we we were hiking over to them and i look up on the ridge and there's some more sheep and they were up a little bit higher than me um the two other guys so i was like pointing at them at the sheep up there and i walk up to them and i didn't see a ram because i was like down below and they were like there's a ram up there like you should shoot him he's a toad and i was like all right like i don't know any different yeah so I got cool. set up, laid the pack down, laid down, set up, waited for him to walk out, and shot him. Boom. Those suckers are tough, man. Dude, yeah. it's so crazy. What what kind of gun were you shooting? Uh, 6.5 PRC. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, so I shot him. He was, like, quartering away, and I thought I drilled him. Well, I did drill him, but dropped him, and then he just got up and kept walking. And then he bedded down, like, behind a cliff where you could just see his head. So I laid behind that gun for, like, an hour. Yeah. Um, and then it was actually really cool. I wish we would have got the uh, the kid who was spotting through the spotter for me. Um, he said he wished he would have got it on film because the, when the sheep stood up, he stood up kind of like facing on a cliff. So he's just like skylighted on a cliff. And he ranged him for me. And 
he was watching through like one of those big old Suaro BTXs, and he was like, I was like, Bomb. all right, like you on him. Shot him, and he was like, dude, I saw, I could see the vapor trail of oh, your bullet, no and then when it hit him, it just dumped him, and he tumbled down the hill. He's like, that'd have been some sweet, that'd have been some sweet footage. But you would have made Gladiator or something. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, that'd have been. You got to settle for the podcast I guess, now. I guess so, right? <laughs> but yeah, then we went up there, caped him out, and, it, and then, like, you could hear Rams button heads down in the valley That's below. cool, right? And so we got down there, there like, nine Rams down in the bottom, those things are mean to each other, man. They were like they like hook horns. Oh, dude, they fuck and like each other, pull up. each other around. And there was They're four, there were four of them down there. Two of them hooked up, and one of them like spun the other one around, and they were kind of on a rock. And the other two just ran full speed at him and rammed him, like dumped him down the rock. Yep. He gets up, runs back at him. They smash heads. And I think the coolest thing is at one point, three of them they all reared up at the same time, and all three of them hit heads. Oh shit! Like at the exact, and then it's just like echoes through the canyon. Fucking threesome. Yeah, so that was it was super cool to see that stuff. <laughs> like honestly, like I I uh, I was blown away on all that. Like seeing the fight. Like when I shot my ram, I was looking at and Scotty was telling me like, "Oh, this one was a fighter." How the fuck you know? Well, look at the scars. Yeah. And the scars on them are fucking crazy, yeah, mine on, dude. Like, on one of his horns, he has like a huge. Like, whole chunk taken out of the back of his Yeah, car. and, like, you know, we talk about broomed, uh-huh. right? So I did, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about broomed? Because, like, you know, I was just listening to Camp Talk. You know, they're talking yeah. about, ah, this one's broomed. I'm like, yeah. Those lamb tips. They rub the tips, off. right? They just hit the dirt. You yeah. know, they just hit the dirt, and they just throw the dirt on top of them. Yeah. And it just numbs it, yeah. you know, dulls it to to do it. So that's what it means. When we talk about broom on an odd dad is uh, it dulls that point. It takes away a lot of the horn. Yeah. Right? And so it would be like a longer horn if it didn't get broomed, broomed so much. But my my deal is like, dude, the, the, the cliffs that they're on, they're uh, just what they live on is there's, unreal, there's dude. There's nothing else out there. Unreal. And it just, that's what intrigued me on the whole deal is like, Wanting to shoot like an Ibex now? Yeah. Like, I'm like, fuck, dude. How cool would an Ibex be? I mean, that, that's like one of my dream hunts. Yeah. Like an Ibex. Like, a, like, they have me there in New Mexico there. And, like, to me, I was like, man, that'd be fucking something sweet to do. Yeah, one of the one of the guys we were with, he actually drew that once-in-a-lifetime Ibex tag down there. I, th- I can't remember. It was a while ago. They said it was a sweet hunt. And that was back before... I mean, I, this is just all from what they were telling me. They used to, they like gave out a ton of you uh, a ton of tags down there where if you killed like two U's, they'd give you a ram tag or something really? like that. So they the herd down there in that whatever mountain range that is yeah, down there went downhill. Yeah, there was like nine hundred of them, and now it's down to like two hundred. Yeah. So they're trying to like bounce it back up. They fucked up. Yeah, but he said he said that was a blast of a hunt. Oh, could you imagine? Like, yeah, I'm gonna shoot two U's for yeah. sure yeah. to get my fucking yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. It's weird. I'm just excited that I'm 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 happy that you got one because, uh, dude, they're such a cool animal. Super cool. Super cool. And I, I honestly like when I say like I like hunting because I like to eat my food. Like I like a ah oh dad I'm dude I'm gonna tell you right now I'm not eating that shit it's just not good. Well, and there's like 
I don't know how they manage them. Like, I bet you in two and a half days, we saw Ugh. close to 800, 900 It's feet. so many, so like, many. They'd have to go up in a helicopter to... And I think they, what what, what would they say? They, like, get in heat uh, two, three times. Yeah. And so they use, like... Twice a year. Twice a year, yeah. Don't like I don't I don't know if this is completely wrong, but don't they use like carry twins a lot too? There was there is a lot of twins in yeah, there so because just... the one that Jerry shot was not a twin. It was uh it was um just one thing, but I was like, damn, you got a two for <laughs> <laughs> two for one, punch two tags. It was, <laughs> it was funny at the time, but I'm a I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I was taking pictures of that shit, dude. I was like, yeah. dude, this shit's so cool, yeah, it's dude. It's wild. It's so cool. I, I mean, I was like, I'll throw this bitch on the barbecue. I didn't give a fuck, dog. <laughs> it was fucking cool, but I don't know, man. Like, my, my whole deal is like, I'm glad you went out and you're shooting. Like, I know uh, you said you didn't have a draw too many more tags this year, but like, what what do you plan on doing in the future? Is it like this year or? Uh, anything. I well, I got, um, like I said, I'm fortunate enough. My dad, since I was 12, old enough to put in for points, he was putting me in for points in Wyoming, Arizona, all the states. So I've got like, I've got like 18 or 19 points in Fuck, Arizona. so I should be doing that for my kids. I think, I don't know when you can start them. I think it's 12. I need to figure that out. Um. So, yeah, I've got, I've got like 19 points in Arizona. No um, shit. I've got like twelve or thirteen in Wyoming. Um got like eight or nine in Nevada. Damn for, for both elk and deer. So you know, here in the next few years I should be able to draw pretty good t- I think next year I might try to do that Wyoming tag. Um try to get one of those I think it's the type one tag where you can yeah. hunt archery. You draw the tag, you buy the archery stamp, you can yeah. hunt all of archery. If you don't kill one, kill one, go to go, fucking go to rifle. rifle. Yep. Um, but there's a couple units I got my eye on up That's, there that we'll uh, see. To me, I wish they did that more here too. I, th- I don't know. I think Colorado's going to have to follow suit at some point. I mean, every all our surrounding states are doing that. Yeah. Nebraska does it. Yeah, it's a it's a draw tag. You do it. Like if you don't kill one in archery, go to, go to rifle. If you don't get one, you muzzle loader. Well, like Idaho does it. If you hunt archery, you get like it goes to that, or that you can hunt like a spike for a certain yeah, amount of time. Yeah, yeah, for like sure. F- fill your fucking freezer. Yeah, fill that tag. You you pay money for that tag. You should be able to fucking fill yeah. something, right? Like they're giving you option, which I like. And um, I don't know. I just think that was uh, something that I wish Colorado would do. Um. I don't know. It's too much, too much money in it right now, though. Well, you get it, all that non-resident it, money. I don't well, know you... here's the thing, dude. That non-resident money is going to come to an end because all the California people are moving here. Going <laughs> <laughs> to have no hunting left. <laughs> it's fucking crazy, dude. I went down to fucking. So I fucked up my back the other day, mm-hmm. uh, cutting wood, and I was fucked up, dude. Like literally fucked up. And I don't take pain pills. Yeah. Because. I just know my personality. I like shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> right? I like I like it. And I took it because I was in so much pain. I couldn't breathe. It was Sunday. I hurt my back on Saturday. I could feel something was, something was wrong on Saturday. Sunday I woke up. I was fucked. Like I couldn't breathe. 
<laughs> like I felt like you know when you roll and you break or uh, like a cartilage is fucked up yeah. or you broke a rib or mm-hmm. fucking and you can't breathe right like it's like yeah you know I've had that numerous times right and I told my wife I was like dude I feel like a rib's out of place someone's fucked up in my back I've because I was I have a fucking commercial splitter right here yeah. But I'm up here swinging, swinging the, the axe because I wanted to work out, right? Yeah. Like I, I really did. I was, I was cool with it, and uh, I'm doing it. And two, two and a half hours later, I'm fucking overdid it apparently because, yeah. and for two and a half hours of doing it, you would think I'd have more wood split because <laughs> I didn't have a whole lot of shit to fucking grab. And I'm like, God damn, I got a lot of shit to do. And uh, so the next morning I wake up, I was like, I'm going to go do some shit. Well, I get out of bed, and I'm like, fuck. Yeah. What the fuck? I'm fucked up. Uh-huh. Like, I'm I'm fucked up. And uh, either way, I got fixed on Monday. And today I'm actually feeling better. Yeah. I, I am. Thank God for the, the, the doc because I will say this is kind of fucked up. On, on Monday morning... I call up, and now, you know, I work with a bunch of fighters, right? Mm-hmm. And I know they have the team doctor and this yeah. and that. And, um, Denver Chiropractic is their their guy. I don't know if you ever went to him or not. I don't know. I don't know that one. Bomb. Yeah. Right? I've been I've been to numerous chiropractors. I got a bunch of them, right? Like, Dr. Bob was my main guy because me and Dwayne Love, we, we were sponsored by him. But he's all the way up Northland. Yeah. I live in Conifer, right, for Christ's sake. So I'm like I'm like all right I'm gonna call these guys because Archie Justin every, I mean everybody fucking uses this guy. Mm-hmm. Call him up Monday morning. Oh, we can't see it till Wednesday. I'm like, well, that ain't gonna fucking work. Yeah, I ain't waiting till Wednesday. And it can't work. All right, later. I get on Facebook, the old Facebook. Blah blah blah. Hey, who is your go-to person for a chiropractic care? I need know. <laughs> well. This, lo and behold, this mugger hits me up. Come, come to my place at 5 o'clock, Luke. I'll see you then. I have not met this guy, personally. <laughs> he just knew of me, knew of the fighters, the fighters, yeah. obviously. He told me, 5 o'clock, be there. And I'm like, I hit you up already. I hit you all up. <laughs> Y'all booked a Wednesday, bro. Yeah. I get it. He's like, see you at 5. So he messaged me, drug message, come at 5. I'm like, are you sure? He goes, yes, yeah, see you at five. Cool. I was like, I'm I'm gonna be in pain till five, but I'm gonna come and see you. Went there. Oh yeah, you're fucked up, Luke. <laughs> and I'm I was I was fucked up. And uh um I don't even know. I said it was spinal back anatomy. I mean, I don't know. I was fucked up. <laughs> Something on your backside. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh Either way, he's made me like I wouldn't be able to do this podcast. I'm gonna tell you this right you now. Sit in your chair. Oh, dude, I was fucking. I could not breathe. Yeah, I was doing the. Yeah, you know, I I trying I came out to, here on not to I, sneeze or cough. Oh yeah, dude, I came out here on Sunday. At, I think seven thirty seven forty five in the morning. This was a full blunt. <laughs> I smoked that whole motherfucker down, dude. Yeah. And I was like praying to God that it would help me. And it did not. No. So like by 10 o'clock, 
I tell my wife, I was like, man, we may need to go to the ER. I need some morphine. Like, she's like, are you fucking serious? And she's doing all things. I got the trigger gun. Yeah. Everything. She's trying to do her PT shit. And I'm like, it's not helping. You suck. <laughs> I'm telling her, like, you, you fucking me up. No. I need you to step on me or something. Like, I'm yeah. telling her to bounce on my back. Yeah. Like, anything. And she's all like, so she calls her other friend up. She's all like, hey, you have any, like, pain pills or anything to give him? Well, fuck. My wife has been holding the stash on me this whole time. Because <laughs> she knows my personality. She, she got the pharmacy. Yeah, yeah. She's like, here, take this. I'm like, what is this? I'm like, she's like, just take it. I'm like, tell me what it is. Because I've been, I smoked a big-ass blunt, and I drank a fucking uh, couple glasses of whiskey. She's like, Luke, it's 1030 in the fucking morning. I said, I, I'm fucked up. I'm telling you. She's like, it's hydrocodone. Oh, there you go. And she goes, I said, okay, I, me personally, high as fuck. I broke that motherfucker in half. Yeah. And then I took it. Two hours later, I tra- I ate that other half because I was still hurting. I really did, dude. I was fucked. And uh, so I did feel better, though. I did. I'm, I'm not going to lie because, I, I mean, it must have been the marijuana slash <laughs> the you drugs. The, you got the cocktail. I did. I did. And I sat there. I couldn't even fuck. I was just trying to sleep on the floor and just wake up to Monday to wake up to find out a chiropractor to help me. Yeah. And uh, this is no bullshit. I was about to call Justin because he is one of those ice ice baths in his house, and I hate that fucking thing. I was willing to go tr- go do that because try, I was hoping that if that was gonna help me. Cool, but uh, either way, he told me I tore a uh, I tore tore a muscle in my back. Huh. Whatever it was, I don't know. I'm fucked up. Well, the only thing that helps me is whiskey. So no more rolling for you for a little bit. I can't roll, dude. I'm I'm seriously can't roll right now. I can't. I mean, I mean, yeah, I could if I wanted to you have a cocktail and then go. I'm good, go right? Roll. Yeah, no, I don't know, but. Anyway, like, this is one thing I wanted to ask you, though, before we get all bullshit and everything. That fly, dude, here's the thing. So this is one thing you will notice, like, being out here, like, I don't know how long I've been out here now. Two years I've been doing the podcast now. This is year two. Uh And so it's a lot warmer in here now. I got heaters, stove. Around this time, flies, spiders, they're coming in. They're coming. Everything inside. wants to come in here right now. It's nuts because I'm like, what the fuck? I got to check my boots in here, dude, yeah. and everything. I'm like, what the fuck's in here? But yeah, the flies are coming in here like crazy now. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but here's the thing I wanted to ask you: Are you big on social media? Do you read a lot, or do you watch a lot of bit of it? I mean, I I follow quite a bit of stuff, but okay, cool. most of my stuff is. Hunting and sports. Betting. Yeah, so this fits right up your category. I wanted to know, you being a wrestler, football player, whatever, those boys that got attacked by oh, the grizzly, grizzly, bear. grizzly bears out there. Yeah, and I don't know the whole story. I just know that they got attacked. Maybe Tomas, you could find out a little bit about it. I got the article right uh, here. Oh, shit. I sent, they, it to, I sent it to my dad and brother earlier today. It, was it a Montana group? What's that? Wyoming. Was, Wyoming? Yeah, they were, uh, I think it's like Northwest. It's a junior college out there. Okay, so oh, so they were college. Yeah, college guys. And they're wrestlers. Yep. What were they doing, hiking or what? 
Um, Cummings and his wrestling teammate at Northwest College were attacked by a grizzly bear Saturday afternoon outside of Cody. The two survived with serious injuries from the angry Bruin. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, it doesn't exactly, probably just hiking around or something. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like, I was reading it, it sounds like the bear attacked one of the kids, and the other kid, like, jumped on the bear and started, like, ripping its ears and stuff to try to pull it off, mm -hmm. and then the bear, like, turned on him and grabbed him, and there, there's a picture of it, like, on the top well, of the article. I saw, I looked at it, and the kid's skull looks fucked up. Yeah, like, I think the bear, like, grabbed him by the head. Head. And, like, ripped him, ripped him open on the head, busted his arm up, the other kid's arm. Yeah, the like, other kid, the one that jumped on and saved him was his arm. Out. From yeah. the picture, I'm just looking at yeah, the picture. Got, got crunched up. Uh, I'm fucking blown away. Like, to me, that's just courageous. And here, I'm I'm, I'm going to keep it real to him. Honestly, you're my dog, but Grizzly, get your ass. I got to find a new camera guy. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. It says it says that this kid got sixty staples in his head and yeah. and plastic surgery to address his face. Yeah, I believe it, man, and I'm so glad that his boy did that because like I it's all over my prep my uh my feed right now, and I got like buddies that are sharing it and like companies have shared it. I'm like, get these motherfuckers some shit, dog. Like, cool. Get them. Get him a pepper spray sponsor or something. Yeah. It, you know says, what I mean? it says that they were carrying a gun and bear spray. Yeah, which they should have. And they said there were two other guys with them. Oh, so where really? The, where the hell were they? Basketball players. <laughs> <laughs> they were they gone. They were smart. They, they bounced. I, I honestly, like, my whole deal is, on that whole thing is uh, I Big balls, dude. Big balls. Big balls, dude. Because, uh, like, me, like, we, we fuck with black bears around here all the time. And it's, like, not even on the same. Not on the same level. But at the same time, like, you know, I always look at, like, my wife was here in the garden. And a bear came in or my kids are outside and I'm there. And a bear comes after him and fucking tries to fucking attack him or bite him or whatever. Bro, I'm telling you right now. It's going to be hell on earth on that bear. Yeah. But you're talking about a, a buddy. You know what I mean? Like, it could be me and you. We, we roll together at 303 every morning or every other day, and we go obviously go hiking or hunting, and we get a grizzly on us. I'm going to tell you right now, Cody. I don't think there's any way to tell you. You can, you can act like you jump on a grizzly bear, but I can't. You got balls, dude. Like I could, I, mean, I could pretend, but when push comes to shove, it's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, that's wild. And I, I got to give that kid props, man. Because there was that story last year that those two mountain bikers, yeah, they came around that corner and that up in Wyoming and Montana, and that the guy in front, there was a grizzly, a sow on the trail, and he like crashed into the grizzly. And the grizzly killed him and his homie just rode around him down to down to the emergency responders. He gone. Yeah, yeah, he gone. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Like, would I I I say this maybe a couple whiskeys deep, but I would literally fight for everybody's life. I don't give a fuck. Like I would fight just because I feel like I had hoped somebody would do that for me, you know, help me out. Because it's a grizzly is something different, dude. And until you see a grizzly, 
Have you ever seen a grizzly up close? Not not in not like a live one, but when we were up in Alaska, they've got all those they've got grizzlies mounted yeah. in all the hotels and all yeah. that stuff. They've got they've got the you know the hides of them. They've got them squared out and they're like Dude, they're 10, monsters. 10 plus feet. It's like I never realized what a grizzly was. Like you know, living I've been out here now in Conifer nine years. Yeah. We see our fair share of black bears. And I've seen some 400-pound black bears, and I'm like, God damn, that's a big motherfucker. Mm-hmm. They ain't shit. It's like two and a half of them. They ain't shit. Yeah. Black bears ain't shit. They're like, I've always heard they're like giant raccoons. Yeah. They're just more curious. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that. I, I went to British Columbia, spring bear hunting, and I see my first grizzly bear. Numerous grizzly bears. Yeah. And I said, fuck that shit dude yeah dude they're they're it's a totally different game they're like trolls dude like giant trolls like waddling all oh dude they're like uh dinosaurs of today and i couldn't even imagine someone like the power that they have and let alone biting you and then you're gonna jump on a motherfucker to save your buddy get the fuck out of here bro i'm shooting I'm shooting your buddy just to say, bro, I'm saving you the pain and agony, dog. Put, put you out of your misery. Yeah, dude. Save you the Fucking staples and the saving. plastic surgery. Exactly. Dude, you know what I mean? I don't know. Or taking my machete and chopping your arm off and just giving it to him and yeah. say, let's go, motherfucker. Yeah, it's crazy, It's man. They're fucking unbelievably big. And for the wrestlers to do that, I mean... I I I I, po- I commented on my boys that um, shared this whole thing, right, and said like remarkable friendship, bravery, blah blah. I'm like, fuck, dude. I always said wrestlers are a different breed. Yeah, I always say it, man, because wrestlers are. Uh, I don't know, man. We're not. We're not. We're not. Yeah, there's there's got to be a screw loose. Yeah, we're screw. Our screws that. are different, right? Like we're we. I mean, you got to admit, Cody, we're not the, we're not normal. No, it's like we always use the joke, and like even in college, like all the athletes hang out, and you either like love the wrestlers or you hated them. Yep. Um, I I want the, the personality's I, not for everybody. It's not, and here's the thing that I will tell for wrestlers: we we ain't no pussies. No. And uh, I I my I have a I have a I have a daughter, and. I just hope I my 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 wish is that my my daughter finds the right guy whatever right whatever but it would be okay if she brought home a wrestler yeah wouldn't be a, wouldn't be as much of a feeling out period if she brought home a wrestler as no it would be a else. great fucking day <laughs> <laughs> at this household if she brought home a wrestler that being said you know I, I know how fucked up we are too. Yeah. So, but well, she's been she's been around all of them yeah. too. So she. Well, probably, yeah, that's the other thing, right? It's gonna be it's gonna be one way or the other. She's gonna be like, yeah, I like these I like these people, or she's gonna be like, no, fuck, I don't want guys. nothing nothing to do with this crap that, anymore. That, that, that's the thing, right? She gets the hybrid now, yeah. the wrestlers <laughs> and fighters now, right? Yeah. She's fucked. What is up, man? I gotta give a big shout out to my boy over at thehangercode.com. Luke and I have teamed up. And I am excited about this one. Man, I've had European mounts all over this place just laying here, just taking a space, really not displayed in any fashion. 
and now he has pimped out all my European mounts. I literally got this tabletop one. Now I'm just playing right here on the podcast table. It's the Javelina, and it is sick, and I love it. Guys, check him out. Go to his website at www.thehangerco.com, and that's H-A-N-G-R co.com. Guys, he has European mounts uh, for everything. He has it from Deer, Bobcat, from all your African games. Like, literally, he has it all. And guess what? It's American-made, and it's a small business, so let's support that. Uh, guys, but that's not it. By listening to this podcast, you get to save 30% off your uh, purchase. Guys, type in that code, GU30, at the checkout. Save that money. But uh, but that what I was saying is, like, this whole Grizzly deal, like, Here's my deal. Like, I just what 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 happened to the gun area and like shooting this motherfucker? You I know, don't know what I mean? I was just reading. It sounds I, like the uh, they must have you, been the guys carrying it. Can you look that up, Tomas, and find out the article? Or like, did they not shoot this motherfucker or what? And maybe somebody's listening can tell so me. I don't I was know. Just reading was so they were on a hike. There was a group of four of them, and they started to notice a bunch of bear scat. And as soon as they noticed it, the bear came out of the willows and attacked the first one. And they went over a cliff. And it was attacking him, and it broke his arms. And the other friend went and started kicking it and pulling at its hair and trying to get it off of his friend. That bear turned around and attacked him, attacked him, took him down, then left and came back and attacked him again. Mm-hmm. And then they all found each other again. And the one that helped his friend is the one that got the worst of it. Really? Yeah, he's the one that got torn up, right? Like his head and everything. Yep. Yeah, the first guy got like I think his, his arm, arm all arm fucked got up. Jacked up, and then the kid. But it could have been way worse than that. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? If his buddy didn't help him, I didn't realize that, dude. So when I saw them in the bed, I thought the first guy got it the worst. The no, guy with the head. Second. He was the one. That, he, was he was the was one that came in and him. saved him. Oh yeah. man, God bless him. And it sounds like the other. They were like a mile and a half away, and it sounds like the other two guys like piggybacked him out. And like, these guys are from their, Wyoming, huh? Yeah, dude. I want to let's send him some shit, dude. Let's find out who these guys are. Let's send him some stuff, swag, whatever. Because I got to give him some fucking props. J.R. Larson put on here that he thinks. Or he put that the wrestlers are from Northwest College in Powell, Wyoming. Yep. Yeah, that's really? what I'm reading right here. Okay. Well, whoever's listening to this, if you guys can give me some addresses or I don't know. I'm sure they're probably in the hospital for a minute, but goddamn, let's send them some strippers or something, <laughs> dog. You know what I mean? Let's get these guys some fucking fucking love it, dude. Send, send them a naughty nurse. I would <laughs> love to have these guys here because uh, you know, this is something you don't fucking hear about. Like, you know, like, those guys are fucking legit. Both those guys are fucking, they don't look geez. like They don't look like big dudes either. No, they're like 45ers. Yeah, they look I was, like, yeah, they you look know, like, yeah, like. Because when I saw the pictures, I'm like, oh, this motherfucker is five, maybe 52. Yeah, I think it's 49, 41 yeah, pounders. Yeah. Something like that. 35er, you know. And uh, I don't know. I would like to know. Just like what happened to the gun situation, get knocked out. What kind of what were they wearing a harness? Like because when push comes to shove, they gotta know like like what the fuck. Yeah. But when the heat of the battle like that happens, 
Yeah, you don't know how you're going to handle that. Yeah, you know, that's fucking nuts. It's like that uh, video you seen that one going around of that mountain lion. Yeah. It's like stalking it. That cat's eating one. Dude, I'm telling he, you he right. Held, he held out for a lot longer than I think I would have. Dude, so when I first saw that video and I saw the motherfucker, he shot and he missed. And he only, and then he shot again like twice time, like yeah, I don't know, two or three times, right? But the motherfucker was like ten yards from him, maybe if that, if that. Ah, oh, hell no, fifty yards, forty yards. <laughs> Once I yell at you, and when I yell at you, and I say enough, cat, get the fuck <laughs> away, and I'm backing up still, and it's still coming on me. It's game on. Fuck, dog, you're about to hear some shit because I'm shooting that motherfucker, and guess what? I guess what I'm going to do. I'm going to take that claw of that dead kitty and I'm going to scratch my fucking fucking whole body up. And when the game parks, they go, why'd you shoot? They kill that motherfucker. Look at my shit. I'm bleeding to death. Fuck. I <laughs> know. <laughs> I, I, here's my deal, man. I'm willing to face the consequences. Yeah. Because I got a family to come home to. Yeah. Better than, you know, take a fine and. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'll pay the fine. Guess what? I killed that motherfucker. Guess yeah. what? I'm okay with that because yeah. I'm still here to talk about it. Yeah, I'm cool. I, I can't. My man, I'll give you props for that guy. Mad props. No big time. He has big balls too because, or no balls. He's scared. He's just dumb. Yeah, shit for brains. Either dumb or big, big balls. balls. Like me personally, I'd have shot that motherfucker thirty yards back. Yeah, it sounds and like I, like like Tomas was saying. It sounds like it was just like boom, boom. Yeah, like that thing was on him. With the the grizzly, yeah, yeah, I mean, that is a totally different deal. Like, and maybe he was the one that had the gun right away. I don't know. They got attacked. No, the other two had the gun. So the, one, the basketball hunting. players had the gun and they ran. <laughs> so the group of four, they're out shed hunting, and the other two that had the gun were further away from them. Oh, okay. Why did Jr. said check your phone? He sent you the pictures. Um, here, here's the thing, like, on the, on the whole thing is, like, I, if I have the gun, I'm running towards it. Yeah. You know, they gotta be basketball you got, you got a little responsibility for, uh. Yeah, if you're packing the heat, man, packed, you yeah. gotta go. You know what I mean? Like, you really do. Yeah, but they weren't with them. What do you mean you weren't with them? He said they were, they were, like, separated. Oh. Uh, like, they were shed hunting. Before, they probably, like, so probably two went off on one end and the other two went Oh, down. fuck. I really wish I didn't see this. <laughs> Dude, you got to look at this. Are those the, are those pictures, yeah, pictures? they are just sending me. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, dude. Those, it's like, like half of his scalp is gone. Yeah, dude. Nuts. His Nuts. Eye. Is that his eye? Like, I don't know, dude. I, head? I, I imagine. That's like creepy. He looks like a zombie in that one. Like, it's not good. These cheeks all fucked up. Yeah, it looks like his eyes, like, yeah, dude. gouged out. Fuck. Ballers, dude. I wish. Let's let's get this. Let's, let's get a fucking trip to Vegas or something, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, BWC. Let's yeah, go. Let's go, BWC. <laughs> Business <God> expense. <laughs> Like, these guys, fuck, man. I give that homeboy fucking mad props for not leaving his boy down. Yeah. <laughs> that gave a whole new uh, little thing saying, uh, you're my boy, Blue. Yeah. <laughs> like, that motherfucker needs to get some pussy, too. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> God damn.
Like I when I saw this article, I was like, oh, dude, this sucks, dude. But I also said, you know, shit happens, right? It does. Shit happens. Yeah. And if it ever had to happen to anybody, at least it happened to some wrestlers. Because, you know, dude, I always say, like, what I think what Dan Gable said this the best. If you've wrestled, everything else is easy in life. Yeah. Fuck, dude, they're putting this to a fucking test. I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I I might rather go to a wrestling practice than than wrestle get, fucking they get, they get grizzly ripped, ripped up by a bear than a grizzly. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like it had it had to take. I mean, they're fucking strong fucking dudes, man. I don't know, man. I I I, I fuck when I saw this whole thing, I was like, God damn. Motherfuckers are crazy, yeah, dude. That's, that's wild. I read like when I was reading that too. I was like, probably wouldn't even be reading that if it wasn't a couple wrestlers, crazy small town wrestling dudes. I know, right? But I mean, here's the thing, man. Like, you know, as a hunter now, you have to, and you want to go explore different country, different states, countries, whatever. You got to know what the fuck you're fucking with. Yeah. And like, you can pack all the heat you want, but like you said, like. Those willows, dude. You know how thick it is yeah. in there. Well, I, I mean, you. I watch it like I probably watch like every hunting episode on YouTube. Mm -hmm. But you see some of those hunts where they go up. You know, they're hunting brown bears up there, and you know they don't hit the bear great, and they leave it overnight, and they got to come back and like find it tucked in the willows. Like I don't know, man. Nope. Nope, not for me, bro. <laughs> I'm paying that guide enough. He, no. he can go in there. Hell no. Like, especially for the stick bow or something like that. Like, you hit it. And, like, even the rifle hunters, like, it doesn't matter, dude. Like, those yeah. motherfuckers. Are, or you, you hit a caribou. You're on caribou. Yeah. Those grizzlies are everywhere. Well, it seems like a lot of the guys that hunt caribou up there, they don't even. It's like a dinner bell for those bears. They don't even. They get hear any, the shot and they're like, they don't "Okay." Even get any of the meat off their caribou because no. by the time they get over to it, a yeah. bear's on it. Gone. Or it. a bear runs them off. Yep. Yeah. Not me, dog. I'm shooting. Fucking. I'm shooting. Fuck them. Yeah. There was that. Uh, I can't remember who it was, but again, I saw it on social media. It was a couple years ago. They were hunting. They were hunting brown bear. I can't remember where they were, but it was super cold, and the wife was the one hunting the bear, and she shot hit the bear once and it was so cold that the action on her gun was frozen so she couldn't she couldn't reload another bullet oh hell no and that bear like turned and from like 450 yards just like um, came at him and they ended up shooting it with whatever whatever gun whatever handgun they had at like 10 feet fuck and killed it and they posted the pictures of it and like they're holding the paws and it looks like they're holding like they're holding a dinner plate with claws. It was yep. like, I don't know. I don't know about all that. No, it, it, like when when you go fuck around with Alaska and Canada. Yeah, a lot, when Yukon, we went, where, where we went to Alaska, I mean, we like we had we had handguns and stuff, but there weren't there really wasn't bears. Yeah, we saw a couple black bears, but there wasn't any like grizzlies around there. But I don't give a fuck. A black bear fucks with me. I'm shooting it too. Yeah, but. Never had to like worry about. That I'm I'm willing to face the fine, the yeah. consequences, what happens, because you know why. My here's my here's my simple solution. I have two kids to come. I got to raise. Mm -hmm. That's my that's my deal. 
I, I, I have no problem. You get come, a, you get a ten thousand dollar fine. You just weekend in yes, Vegas, yeah. throw some dice, Fuck, pay dude, that I gotta, fine. I got to pay it off. Go to Black Hawk. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? But that's what I'm saying is like, guess what, man? If it if it tells me to lose all my sponsorships and have everybody make fun of me because I got fined by, you know, Division Wildlife to fuck me up because I shot it. Yeah, guess what? I'll face that music because my kids are way more important than all yeah. of my sponsors and all this shit because guess what? I promise you this. I'm going to fuck my wife <laughs> before any of y'all motherfucking bolsters come over looking at her. And try to get it, you know what I'm saying? Like that's a that's that's facts, man. I just it my my whole deal is like that that it's the only thing that matters really matters to me. Yeah. My family. Like, you know, hunting, having all these partnerships, yes, it's great. It's what makes this whole world go around, us these little tokens that we have to pay bills with and everything, but when it all comes down to it, yeah, we enjoy hunting, we enjoy life, we enjoy the outdoors. Put these, you know, if we're out shit hunting, doing this stuff, what the boys were doing, dude, life changes real fast. Yeah. The whole fucking thing changes real fast. And what's really important. And that homeboy fucking fought for his, his yeah. boy, dude. And I, dude, I give that dude mad props, man. Yeah. And you know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe you know, I, I don't know. The kid, the kid, the guys need some recognition. Period. Yeah, definitely. I'm mean, sure they'll they'll get it. Fuck, not like strippers. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they want some of those strippers where they're at. Why? I don't know. Titties or titties, dog. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, like, I don't know if like, it's the I don't know if the A squads up there at Northwest College. Maybe pizza's maybe, pizza, maybe dog. <laughs> uh, we should fly some in, dog. They come down Colorado, we'll take them down. Yeah. How were they in college? You said they were in college. Yeah, so yeah, they got to be like what nineteen twenty. Yeah, they're at a junior. I think that Northwest College is a junior college, so they're probably freshmen, sophomores. So they're younger than twenty one. Yeah. Fuck. All right. Let's do a VIP here at the shop. <laughs> Let's do a VIP no, at the shop. No IDs at the door. Nobody's <laughs> just coming in. It's all invite only. All right. You can only get in if you fucking ever been encountered by a fucking grizzly. <laughs> get a special stamp on your ID. <laughs> oh, shit. That'd be crazy, right? Like, my, my whole deal is, dude. Just give him props. Like, yeah. like, man, homeboy fucking, like, I'm glad we talked about this because homeboy needs, he got big-ass balls. Yeah. Like, to jump on a fucking grizzly to save his boy, like, without hesitation. Yeah, and then to get half your head ripped off. Mad prop. Homeboy, that got his arm just fucked up, needs to give him a hand job for fucking <laughs> life, bro. <laughs> With his good hand. You know what I mean? Like... I know it's with funny it, right now, but fuck. With his strong hand. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, that's fucking he, could, he could hold it over his head forever. Uh, man, I'm just saying, like, I seen a grizzly bear in in BC, and I'm like, fuck, dude. Those motherfuckers are not small, dude. No. Like I said, I just seen mounted ones. 
Yeah, they're not small. And I was like, hell no, dude. We seen this one come out of the woods in this pasture, thousand yards away. In a matter of minutes, 200 yards away. Yeah. Came in, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, they don't look like they can cover ground like that because they're, like, waddling. Yeah, they wobble, the and then when I, as soon as I saw this motherfucker's head and that bridge on the back, and I'm like, oh, he was digging the ground Yeah, with his paw. I was like, dude, this thing's huge. It's fucking huge. The yeah. head. Dude, I went to the truck. Yeah. I'm not trying to be one of these motherfuckers out here trying to be get close up selfies with the fucking no. grizzly. Nope. I had my camera. I took my pictures. I'm done. My video, I'm out. Yep. 35 miles per hour is their speed. Yeah, dude. Way faster than me. <laughs> <laughs> way fucking faster than me, dog. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You just got to be faster than the slowest person in your group. Dude, and I'm telling you, dude. So we were there. We were hunting. Um. Uh, spring bear in, in uh, BC, mm-hmm. and we had these e bikes out. Yeah, they're quiet as fuck. You go around the corner, and there's a fucking grizzly with two sows, two or uh, a sow with two two, two cubs. cubs. Dude, I look back and my boys are gone. <laughs> dude, I put my shit two in a row and I was gone. I was gone. I was like, oh, I'm fucked, dude. Yeah, literally fucked. I threw the bike and I said, I'm never riding these motherfuckers again. Yeah. You like don't want to sneak up on them. No, surprise dude. Them like that. Hell no. I'm not even trying to hunt those motherfuckers. And here's the problem. That's the problem. They're so, they're getting over populated because you can't hunt them. Yeah. I'm like, y'all are, you know, you ain't got to worry about zombies coming to get your ass. You got to worry about grizzlies coming to get you. Yep. I would way rather have a zombie come and get me than a grizzly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck. I don't know. Being Halloween and shit, you know, me just talking out loud. I'm whiskey deep. <laughs> Rabbit hole fucked me up. Yeah, we'll finish this last one. Here's my deal. You need another one? Uh, I'll take one more. I'll drink one more. All right. Let's have one more ultra that might maybe count as a kitty. Boo-boo kid one. Only nine, only 94 cows, bro. I know, dude. That's why he looks so fucking fit, and I don't. Uh, here's, here's the thing I want to know real quick. So, you being you as a business owner now, hunter, fucking being on the biggest podcast on the planet now. Biggest podcast. Uh what, what 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 do you mean? What what's next? What's next? What's for you? What's what's gonna happen? Um, what's goals? What's your goals? Well, so like business wise, just keeping the gym growing. I'd like to. I mean, part of the reason I started my own gig is to have a little more freedom over my own schedule. What's the gym called? Um, it's called Four Corner Sports Performance. Um, I'm gonna be re- I'm gonna be doing a bunch of rebranding and stuff. Okay, so it won't even be called that by the really? end of the year. Yeah, I'm gonna. Kind of like a fresh start thing. Like I said, when we started it, you had other people. I had two with, business partners, yep. and like honestly, I really didn't have. I didn't really care what the what the name of it was or anything like that. I was just ready to get rocking and rolling. Um, but now that it's just me, kind of. Oh, now it's re, your baby. Yeah, rebrand. Um, you know, change the name, make it something more like that fits me and my personality and things like that. Um, and the biggest thing is just to 
you know, get that to a point where it's a little more sustainable, where I can, I can step away from the business a little bit and not be working married to it. it. Yeah. So much. Um, then see if I can save up enough money to actually buy a damn house in this state at some point in time. Maybe. Yeah. You're going to need be, I'll be renting some homeless guy's tent out down in Denver. I'm going to just stop you real quick on that whole deal. If we did not buy nine years ago up here, I'll be damned this shit would be down by on Colfax Street. Doug, I'm telling you, dude. It's crazy, man. It's nuts here, right? Yeah, you could like, you look at like, I mean, it sounds like it's cooling down a little bit, but I just completely put it on hold. Yeah, you have to. Um, I mean, you talk to people that are shopping and they're like. Interest rates. Put a, yeah, the interest rates are crazy, but you put it. You know, these people put an offer on and then somebody comes up over the top. With like, cash. With cash right yeah. over the top and pull it People right from out. California coming in here. Yeah. Like, here's my deal. Like, yeah, you got out of California to come here. Yeah, don't make it California. Don't make it California. Don't Why'd make- you leave California because you didn't like way things were being voted there? Don't bring your votes here and, and make it happen here. Yeah, we're like California Junior now. It really is, dude. Well, it's like you talked, I mean, you, you know, you hear Snyder talk about all the time, like zero regrets going up where they're at. I've got a buddy that moved up to like Boise area. He loves it up there. Like you're around our type of people. There's not as many of them. Here, here's my thing with, with the whole, our type of people. I, I get that. I, I, I hundred percent, you, you speak my language on that whole deal. I just like to i don't know my whole deal is like i just like to hear everybody out i like to hear why they are this yeah and why am i this and you know i'm gonna be quite honest with you man like when obama came in i was like i'll vote for you yeah that's my dog you know (laughs) what i mean i like it well things have changed yeah and people change. I I get it. Like like if right now, if 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 people don't realize where this country is going right now, and they don't see what the fuck happened, mm-hmm. I don't. I there's no hope. Yeah, you know what I mean. But there is hope because people are people are smart. They can see what's happened. They don't like paying for that gas price. Yeah, they don't like fucking paying for inflation. They don't. It's coming out of their hard-earned money that they work for, right? So I feel like when you say it's like our people, people can change. Yeah. And they're just not educated there yet. And I would say I was that guy too at one point. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I like hearing like different perspectives and all that. It's just, you know, when like think Colorado, like I was born and raised here and Colorado is just not the Colorado that like I grew up in and fell in love with, like when it's just a little bit different, maybe sometimes like a change of ce- change of scenery might be nice. And like, even like Denver, like when I was, when I was partying and stuff like that, you know, like I loved Denver. It yep. was a blast to go down to. Now I go down and I'm like, I don't even feel like I belong here. No, you know what I mean? And, like, and I, I a hundred percent agree with you there. We went down to, uh, Derek Wolf's, Retirement party. Oh yeah, down at that was down at a uh, um, what's that bar? Spirit down? Mile High. Oh, Spirit. Mile High Spirits. Yeah, yeah, never been there. And either way, and I'm down there, and I'm like, what the 
fuck, dude. I used to run this motherfucker, right? <laughs> like, I felt like me and my crew, when I, you know, like, I was a downtown yeah. junkie from Thursday night to fucking Sunday. Yeah, that's how we were. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I was. Like, I would, didn't have a pot to piss in, but I had enough to go downtown. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I went down there with my wife on a little date, having fun. And, yeah, I got fucked up still. Downtown still fucked me up. <laughs> and uh, we had a great time. And uh, thank God my wife was a little bit more responsible for me. She could drive us home. Yeah. But uh, I got to say, man, Denver is just. It's just different. It's so different now, dude. Yeah. And. I don't know, man. It's just um, way more homeless people down there. Oh, dude, I got a couple buddies that live down in that area, and they'll, like, send me Snapchats and stuff of, like, oh. homeless dude taking a shit on a tree in the middle of the park, like, right next to a school. I'm like, they've got, like, right across the street from their house, there's, like, eight tents lined up. right. Yeah, not street, cool. Like, right in front of the houses. I mean, I, I just, I'm not mad at the homeless person no. because he's homeless. Right, where are you gonna yeah. take shit at? That's yeah. it, right? I mean, I got a fucking nice ass house here, and I'm fucking taking business right, outside, right outside, outside of my dick. I, I, I'm in the kitchen, yeah, and I got a piss. Guess where I go? Right off the deck. Off the deck. <laughs> yeah, I do. I don't know why, but that's my deal, dude. I got to pee outside. Yeah. This drink break is brought to you by KillCliff.com, energy that doesn't suck. Kill Cliff is the clean energy drink with no sugar and 150 milligrams of clean caffeine. Now with 100% more winning because losing sucks and losing is for losers. That I mentioned is totally American and a proud partner of the Navy SEAL Foundation. Guys, check them out. Killcliff.com. Type in our code GU15. I really do. I don't, I, I just, my, my whole deal is I have to piss outside. I don't know. I hate being indoors. I hate being in little bathroom stalls. I hate it. I like pissing outside, dude. I don't know. And that's my freedom, I guess, yeah. that I like. Well, you bear, got a, you got a, a bear might come and get my Jody, so you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, got, you got space up here. Small meal. <laughs> but, a little, little Jimmy Dean. Yeah, a little Jim <laughs> Dean sausage. But, like, I don't know, man. I guess... I guess what I wanted to really know is like, uh, what's your dream hunt, man? Like, what do you what do you plan on doing? My because dream. I'm gonna tell you right now, you're on the right track. My dream, of some cool shit, my dude. Dream hunt. Um, immediate future, I definitely want to go back to Alaska. So we went up there. I was I took my bow. My brother had the rifle. Um, my brother shot a nice bull on the second day we were there. Um. And I had 12 more days to get it done, and we did not see a single moose for 12 days. Well, he, he shot one, though? Yeah, he shot a, he shot a nice bull. Fuck, uh, dude. That's like a dream hunt for me. Oh, it's cool, man. Those And those those things are so freaking big. Big like, as fuck. You see, like, these Colorado, these Shiras moose. Yeah, it's like, not the oh, same. Yeah, that's, that's a tank. And then you see those things on the ground. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they're, it's crazy. Eight, nine day difference. And we were lucky. Where we were, you actually didn't have to, like... You could bone them out. Uh -huh. A lot of those places up, in, a lot of those areas in Alaska, you have you can't bone them out. So you got to take the whole quarter out. It took us between my dad, me, my dad, and my brother back to camp. We were like a little over a mile, like 
eight trips total. So, like, my brother took three, I took three, and my dad took two. And God to, damn, to y'all that, some beast. To get that whole moose back. Holy shit. So I'd love to go back and do that. I don't know. I think, like, Dream Hunt would be, I don't know, I've, I've always, Marco Polo Sheep, I think something like that would be super cool. Um, damn, you got to get some money up in the hizzy dog. I know, right? Not a, yeah, not I know. a, not I a get, poor man's game, sheep hunting. No, sheep hunting is definitely not a, uh, what, what did my boys do, uh, Tomas, that I had on the show uh, from um, Ryan and. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, they've done, they, I think, so one of my buddies, I think, actually went to college with him. So, no way. So when you had that podcast, because he had sent me some pictures on Instagram of Ryan. stuff that they had posted. Yeah, Ryan. Yeah, yeah that and, they had posted. and Tyler. Yeah. And so I was like creeping on their Instagram. I'm like, holy shit, dude! They've been on some sweet hunts. No, they 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 got it right, dude. Yeah. They do some cool ass yeah shit. And uh, like like I said, I'm just trying to catch a ride with those motherfuckers because yeah, no, no they're kidding, cool, right? dude. Here's the thing: those guys are so cool as fuck. I love them. Like well, we have he such a, a good tank of a bull this year, dude. He shot a monster. That's and he and he hunts like a property like I hunt, just yeah. like private little peas. Yeah, when, when they're, they're, there, they're, 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 they're there, they're there, they're there, and uh, like I'm so happy for him. Like he's he's so cool, dude. Like, like when you like it's just like when you're boys with somebody, you're yeah. like, oh yeah, yeah. You see him, you have beers with them, and you hang out. But when something like that happens, like a cool ass fucking deal, like, dude, I'm happy for you. Yeah, and I I suck ass. I didn't kill shit, but like, here's the thing, like. I, just the way I am, like you, you shot a fucking bomb ass fucking elk. I'm happy as fuck for you, dude. My whole deal is like, we all done, we all do it, dude. We've all struck out and miss. Oh yeah, numerous of times. And like when somebody does it, I'm I'm cool with it. I'm happy. Like well, yeah, I'm not you know, trying to. You know how hard it is. Yeah, I'm to not get trying to degrade that shit, dude. Like I'm cool. I don't give a fuck if you're on private land, outfitter, public land. Like, bro, you did it. Yeah. Cool. It doesn't matter. You had a fucking place that arrow, and you did it in September. Yeah. Fuck. Good for you. Yeah. My only beef with is when people like make it out to be something. It's not like I'm cool, dude. Like, if you kill a tank of an animal, yeah. just like tell the story. Be be honest with it. Yeah. Like, right. Don't cool. don't. If you kill the shit on a a high fence. Don't act like it was public. Yeah, you see, like the hunting, all the hunting shows that are on TV. They're like, "Oh yeah, we had a, you know, we had a crazy hard hunt," and you can see the truck in the background on the road behind them. You're like, nah, bro. "Shut the fuck up, <laughs> you, bro!" You weren't even carrying a pack. Yeah, that's the <laughs> that's that's the difference between and real and fake. Like people have realized that out now, yeah. right? And I think, um, you know, having you on the show was was. Um, a good, uh, what do you call it? A denominator? Yeah, 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 yeah. A, com- uh, a common denominator? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, cause you've done it. You did it. You've done it on both. Um, you did it on a draw unit and you did it this year because you passed last year and you yeah, took well. a shot. It's pretty, I mean, it's weird because that's the smallest bull I've ever killed with my bow, and it was the only bow I've ever, or only elk I've ever killed in a draw unit. 
Every other elk. I'm not. Every other t- elk I've killed was on an OTC unit. So explain so like, explain that on explain that to to everybody and even me because so you went on a draw unit and a small bull you shot. Yeah, like out of I think I've killed five, four or five bulls with my bow. Um and all of all the other ones have been on over the counter units. I mean I've I've been fortunate enough. I killed I killed like a three fifty plus bull in an over the counter unit like four years ago. Yeah. So like you don't you don't you know yeah, I've been fortunate enough and I actually I killed him like a hundred yards from where I killed yeah, my this bull the year fucking before. cocksucker over <laughs> here, dude. No, I'm being for real. Like this is why I I because I know you 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 put animals down. Like listen, fool, you ain't on this thing on this show because you were fucking good looking. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, because I, I got call flowers. No. Here's the thing. Like I know you you are uh. Like uh, a bow hunter, hundred percent. You mean you you come to all the events, best yeah. of best. You went to uh, the Western Hunt Festival. I did go to Western. That Hunt I couldn't go. Did you like that? Yeah, it was fun, man. I um I wasn't gonna do the pack out challenge, and my buddy accidentally signed up for the pack out challenge. So he had an entry. And it's like eight hundred fifty dollar Kafaro gift card. So I was like, fuck it, I'll try it. I thought that, like, for the solo, that we'd be doing, like, you know, you'd have a loop and you'd pack, like, one load. Like, you'd do, like, a quarter and a head. And they're like, no, you're packing the whole damn thing. And I'm like, shit. And I had been, like, I've been trying something new, like, with my training this year because I've been messing with a lot of, like, my different programs. Yeah, so you've been prepped. training, you're doing it. Right? And I was, like, bulked up. So I was, like, 10, 10 12 pounds heavier than I normally am. Like, yeah, going into coming season. September, yeah. Yeah, I, like, the first load, I was good. And then... My lungs just gassed on the second. Really? Round. Yeah, the guy. She's done. Not the guy who I thought was going to win it. I was like, you know, um, on the course on the right over at American Bowman, yeah, if you go up above, there's that hill that goes all the way up. Yeah. So that's where the route was. You had to go up on the left course, go all the way up and around it, drop down into the creek, and then drop, come back up over the top and then back around in that big open meadow. Not doing it. My second trip, I was like halfway up that hill, dude, and I just got, I was smoked. I was, like, I was sitting on a log just, like, with my pack resting, like, trying to catch my air. And my cardio is normally, like, Great. really good. And I was like, well, this this training plan ain't working. Yeah. So, for the last, like, three, four weeks after that, I was getting back into my old stuff. So, was that, it do. was good for you then. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was cool. Yeah. But it, uh, it whooped my ass. Yeah. Here, my, my whole deal is that if it ain't mine, I'm not doing it. I don't need the trophy. I don't need to do this. <laughs> Guess what, motherfucker? I'm going to pay I mean, guess what? You know a guy that knows Kafaro now. <laughs> Let me do some talking for you, bro. I got you. you no, I mean, I've got now. I've got a lot of good. On I went. I actually went to high school with Anders. So, oh no way! Yeah, so Anders is always taking good care of me. Hooked me up. Like even I texted him not too long ago. I my straps on my pack. I was up with my brother, and the straps where they attached to the belt were kind of coming frayed. And I was like, I texted him a picture of it, and I was like. Yo, how much life do I have? Do I have left on yeah, on these yeah, things? Cause because like I don't want to be like packing an elk out and yeah, something real or anything. Yeah, and so he got me. He got me some. He got me some new straps, new shoulder straps. Yeah, under the shit. Good. Yeah, so that's like they've. He's, it, you know, speaking of that, because I'm I'm just thinking of Kafaro right now, and you you hear about all these antlers getting stolen. 
Yeah. And we were talking about Aaron's shit getting stolen. And you heard about the whole um, guy from Montana getting stolen the elk head, yeah. right? Here's here's my whole thing on this whole thing, and you can chime in on this because um, the whole thing sucks, period. Yeah. Because anybody is like shed hunting is one thing. Like, I, like I, I don't have a whole sympathy for shed hunting, right? I don't like if you're shed hunting. And if you left that head in the back of your truck in Montana and it gets stolen, you probably deserve it. Yeah. But you know goddamn well this guy hunted this fucking animal and packed it out. Yeah, you didn't kill it. You didn't kill it. You didn't you didn't do shit, but steal this motherfucker's animal antlers out of the back of his truck and didn't get caught so far. Yeah, I don't. I don't get the bullshit, that even right? It's fucking weak, right? Weak sauce. That being said, I want to fuck the guy up for leaving his trophy in the back of his truck. Yeah, you don't. You, you can tell you. You got shit for brains, bro. That's like leaving a fucking my three hundred PRC right there, custom fucking shit in the back of my truck. Yeah, I mean, I guess, or just leave it in the back of my truck on one of those uh, racks and leave my truck unlocked. Yeah, but you'd also like to think that people won't do that. Obviously, not they today, will, dude. but no, you can't. You not today, especially like you know you're tired. Pull up to the hotel, ready to go to sleep. You don't. I wouldn't leave my kid's scooter in the back of my truck. Yeah, because it's just not happening. I I like if I leave my Yeti in the back of my uh, the side of my campsite unlocked. I'm willing to lose that Yeti because I fucked up and I didn't leave that locked. Yeah. I you got to know. I mean people do it too like I've had my dad and I where I where I killed those that bigger over the counter bowl my dad and I the week before archery season a few years ago we packed in a bunch of food and gear and shit so we didn't have to pack it all in mm-hmm. on the weekend and we got out there and some somebody had gone in there stole all our food. Uh, cut all of our tarps up, assholes. Like stole, like stole a bunch of our stuff. Dumped all of our like we had some sleeping bag, like a couple sleeping bags and stuff up there. They dumped them out. They were all like soaking wet. So it's like, what are you, what are you doing? We're like, you know, five miles back in there, and somebody's just mad Being that somebody asshole. else that's in there or something. Yeah, like, trying to. Which that could have probably saved their life someday. Yeah, I mean, at what point maybe they got their wish though, because I didn't have any food, <laughs> so I was only back there for two days instead of like seven days, like I was planning on being back there. But yeah, well, pe- people do it. People are assholes, period. And that's that's where I was getting at with this whole thing was, um, you know, today's society is not what you and I grew up in. Your dad raised you up to be. All we can do is keep pushing, you know, uh, quick story real quick where I'm going with this. I'm teaching my son. He's two and a half right now. He's talking pretty good right now. And I'm teaching him the whole yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am deal. And my wife... She's like, I don't want to be called ma'am, Luke. And I'm like, you're not being called ma'am. It's the principle of the whole thing is you're in the house and you're a female. 
I'm showing him how to respect respect a woman. She didn't get it. Like she didn't get it. She was like, I don't want him to do that to me. I'm like, stop it. It's not you. You're a woman figure. Okay. Just stop. Like it, it, it kind of pissed me off a little bit, but at the, at the end of the day, I got to touch other people that I can go yeah. pretend this to. Yeah. So, uh, the other day, Marcus is, uh, on the kitchen tabletop, this and that. And my wife goes, Marcus, you want apple? And she goes, he goes, no, ma'am. <laughs> and my heart grew like fucking everything. Even though he's up on the countertop. <laughs> yeah, with a fucking shitty diaper. It doesn't matter, right? <laughs> but I looked at her. She goes, oh, my God. Thank you. Right? Like, and, and I was like, and, and cleaning, like the one that didn't want to be called ma'am. Yeah. Right? Wanted to be called mom. Yeah. She was blown away on the manners, right? Like, to me, it that's what I was trying to tell her. It was like, I'm just trying to show her, show him the deal and everything. And, uh, you know, to me, it's just like I got to introduce it to him because, like, I wasn't a kid that always said it until my later era. Like, honestly, my dad showed, told me I should do it. But he never enforced it, right? Yeah. And uh, I guess I wasn't a big piece of shit because I had a good-ass wrestling coach. Yeah. A good coaches, football coaches, whatever, that taught me respect. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. Maybe I'm just trying to be a a better dad. I don't know that, that uh, my dad never shot me, you know, taught me on the whole thing. But... You know, he did, but he did it. You know what I mean? Like, not the way that I'm showing him. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I'm not. Like, here's my deal, man. There's no manual on how to raise a kid. I or I don't have any kids. Yeah. I just, and, I just got a bunch of kids in the gym. So. Yeah. So you, you, you know what it's like, though, to have, be around them. And uh, I, my, my deal is, like, man, I'm just. I. Here's the thing, man. I just want to leave. Uh, like, it isn't my legacy? It's just my kids. My kids are my legacy yeah. to me. If I could g- give a little bit of to them of who I am, yeah, that's all that matters to me. Good to go. Yeah, I don't need a statue. I don't need to be a hall of fame. I don't need to be anything. I just need my kids to pass it forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. That's my whole deal is uh, maybe that's why I did the whole podcast because there won't be a statue of me <laughs> and I won't be in the Hall of Fame. People can rerun this whole you'd podcast. You'd be in the Archery uh, Dad Hall of Fame. <laughs> that I will be. That I will be. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just, my whole deal is, you know, pay it forward. Mm-hmm. Do it forward. Do it. Do uh <laughs> Do what do what's 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 right. You know what I mean? Like the whole stealing antlers deal. Come on, guys. Fuck. Yeah, I just I can't wrap my head around those. I ones. can't. Like, I can't either. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna sell them, or you're gonna go tell people that you killed it. What yeah, are you gonna do? I mean, sell it. I guess that's where I'm at. 
like I'm a I'm a bad motherfucker. Like I think of shit of like how I can make money. Like the only the only right thing that people can do is make money off that shit, right? Mm-hmm. My whole deal is God damn, you're a piece of shit, dude. Yeah. Like you really are a piece of shit. Still it's the all, shit out of the back of a truck. Okay. That's all you can really say. Is one thing. And you, yep, you stole it. You're gonna make a little money off it. The Aaron Snyder deal, dude, you got some balls to do that. Well, yeah, it's like from the backyard, wasn't it? Backyard and in, in uh in the whole thing. And my whole deal, dude, I'm telling you right now, if I have something in my backyard and you come and steal, I got 3D animals up yeah. here. And I got cameras telling me what bears hitting my animals. And I, I promise you, somebody comes and tries to steal one of my 3D animals, they're getting a buckshot up their ass. Yeah. Promise you this. And uh, I don't know. I just, man, it's just, it's sad that you can't boil a fucking school yeah, in your backyard. In your backyard. And you're going to get stolen without it being chained up like a bicycle. I know. That's sad. Yeah. I don't know. That part That part was a little, like, the whole pickup deal in, in Montana, leaving the head in the back of the hotel. I get it. Yeah. It's right there. It's fucked up. To it's, do. Don't get me wrong, dude. That's somebody's bull, dude. That's fucked up. I That's get it. That's a big bull, too. It's fucked up. I would have went back there and probably took pictures of it and said, like, took a selfie and be like, yeah, this is going to be me next week and with this one. No. Yeah. I would have never took that motherfucker, though. Yeah. You don't take somebody. I just don't understand. Where's the cameras at? How do you not know somebody took that motherfucker at? I don't know. All motel fucking places have cameras now. I don't know. Fuck. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you after this podcast who I know who took that motherfucker. (laughs) But either way, fucked up, Tomas. Hell yeah. What do you mean, hell yeah? It is fucked up. How much money do you make off that shit? On what? The antlers. Shit, I would know. I'm not trying to sell him. He's got it on one of your wall hangers at his house. <laughs> I know. I'd be displaying that shit on my <laughs> house, dog. Like, I shot this back in 82. <laughs> Old bull. Old bull. <laughs> yeah, but either way, man, Cody, man. Anything, what can we add? What can we add about this? I don't know, bro. It's just fun coming up it's, here to shoot the shit uh, dude, with you. I haven't dude, been up here I'm in a couple you. years. I know you didn't change that shit. I know, dude. I, like I say, you got the walls all done. You got your soundboards, dude. I'm good here. I'm you got, gonna, it, you got I'm, it pimped out. It's been two years, but hey, I I moved I moved up a little bit. Uh, I will tell you this, Coach. Ever since I met you, man, I was honestly a big fan of you, man. You're a cool ass dude, and uh, I'm I'm excited to see you keep doing your. Your dad do it still? Yeah, dude. My dad, my dad's still going. He's a purple belt now too. No way. Yeah. So he turns he turns sixty in December, and he's, and still, he's still doing still it, still rocking and rolling. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. I think. I mean, he's still going to keep going. I think he's he likes it. He loves it, man. He's retired, so he he trains a lot, dude. He trains like five six days a week. No way. Yeah, as long as it this is what he this is. Good job, dude. Thank you for doing that because. uh 
man, here's the thing. When people retire, man, they just stop doing what they do in their life and they have no purpose. Yeah. Right. Um, it's good for the, I think it's good for his mental. Uh, just clears the, clears the brain. And I don't well, even know what he did. His, I don't know what mine. he did before this, before he retired. But I'm going to tell you right now, any gym atmosphere is better than yeah. anything he was doing. Yeah, I think it's good for him. He, he played college football. Um, and then, I mean, he's, he's stayed in shape. He's been, he's been hunting, goes on those long, big, I mean, he's one who got me into backpack hunting and things like that. So, no shit. yeah. So he's been, he's been taking me since I was a kid. Um, that's how I know 90% of my spots that I go to is because of him. He takes me into them and there's some spots that like, you know, he's been in for 25, 30 years that he knows, he knows like the back of his hand. So he'll be like, Hey, you got to go check this spot out, go in here. So that's, that's how I found a bunch of my spots. I didn't stumble upon him. He told me, he told me about him. So it's nice to have that, right? Like I already got a leg up on everybody else who has to go, go explore by themselves. I already know where I'm going. Yep. So that's, that part's really cool. Then I'm going to tell you right now, like that part is priceless. Yeah. It's priceless, man. And, uh, to have a dad to tell you that is pretty epical, man. Yeah. We've been on, and we've been on some cool hunts too, where, you know, there's some crazy encounters. Like, I mean, I mean, he was with me on my first archery, actually my first like three archery bowls. No shit. Um, yeah. Help me pack them out. I'm jealous of that, man. I am. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. To share hunts with your dad. Like I have, uh, I don't know, Tomas, maybe you can shine a little light on me on this whole deal too, because my dad was not a big, big game hunter. Mm-hmm. Like he hunted, like we we shot some pheasants off the road. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he was not a really big. He encouraged me to hunt. He he bought me my first 870 uh, Remington mm-hmm. shotgun to do, to do it because he wanted me to, because he knew I liked it. Yeah. But I never had an experience to go on the backcountry with him, let alone, uh, you know, even a whitetail. And uh, I'm not crying. I'm hiccuping. I was going to say, you got the, got the whiskey hiccups <laughs> over there, bro. Got the fucking hiccups. <laughs> but, um, you know, it was. <laughs> damn. They came get creeping. That boy, get that boy some water. Hey, Tomas. Can I get that liquid death, please? <laughs> and uh, uh, th- to me, that shit is priceless. <laughs> priceless. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, like, it's super cool, like, being there for, for you to call you to for have me that. and things like that. Like, a lot of people don't don't have that, so that's really cool. And it's, I think, for my hunting, it's just completely cut the learning curve out of it like you know even from a young age learning like you learn the simple stuff that you think is like super elementary but people forget about it but like wind and where the where the animals are going to bed where they're going to come out of things what, like that like what are we tracking here what's this poop look like right yeah. like that's just simple stuff like 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 people don't realize like like some people don't get the whole uh hershey kiss you know what yeah. i mean like they don't get like, oh, here, son, this is elk. Yeah. Or this is moose. Or this is deer. Or this is coyote or or scat. Yeah. What's scat? I don't know. What the fuck is scat? That's a bear. Yeah. Right. 
like to me having that father figure in the outdoors is um something really really important yeah it is good man and uh i just know from speaking of my behalf i didn't have that like any big game deal i had a lot of cousins mm-hmm. uncles to show me a little bit in my younger deal but that's what got me involved in it though it's what i was like oh i want to do this yeah it's what got me doing it today is me because I just carried it on. I didn't have, like, my brothers, we all love it. Like, we do it, but we didn't have the the guidance of yeah. my dad saying, hey, come and check this little hole out or whatever. Yeah, it's cool to see. Like, I've got a, I got a, quite a few friends that have, like, just recently, last few years, got into it, and you hear them, like, you know, we're in our 30s, and they're asking questions that, like, to me is stuff that I learned when I was, like, 12, 13 yeah. years old going out there, and they're asking questions, and they've never learned that before. Yeah. And then being able to, like, explain that. explain that to them or certain things like that. And then, like, obviously, I'm still learning. Yeah, like, yeah. And Following to, guys have done a hell of a lot longer than me, but. But you had that guidance. Yeah. You know what I mean? And to me, I think that's what's, it's priceless, and I, and I, and, like, you get a chance, man, thank your dad for that. Mm-hmm. Like, just be like, man, you know what, dad? Thanks for being you. Yeah, well, it's, or, it's cool. You get, like, those unspoken, like, those unspoken moments. Like, when I killed that big bull, it was super cool. He, like, came out of, like, 12 yards and shot him, and we were both like, holy shit, what just happened? Like, just, everybody's, like, happened. so excited. and It happened. Yeah, like, you don't really, you, uh, can't, you can't explain those type of, type of moments but, to people. And you'll have it for the rest of your yeah, life. You could, like, you could re- retell that story like like it just happened. And I guess that's, uh, that's, that's where I kind of, like, get with the, the fight game today and hunting, and now is why I got a good camera. Mm-hmm. Um, because in my career, like even like if I in the UFC, I don't have enough photos or enough videos of me doing what I did that I can share to my kids, right? Yeah. And I just and I like that's why, like I take always take like all this behind the scenes shit of all my fighters, and I give it to them at the end of the camp, yeah, or in the, the fight, win or lose. I'm like, hey, guess what? I know you don't. Even if they lose, they're like, ah, man, thanks. I'm like, yeah, fuck you, fuck your thanks, because five years, ten years down the road, your kids are looking back at this. You're gonna thank me. They'll yeah, thank that, me for having this. That's what's cool about phones is like you have social media and you got the positive and negative of it, but mm-hmm. it's cool. Like I can just pull my phone out of my pocket yep. at any point in time and take like a 10, 15 second video of where you're at or just like yeah, randomly bullshitting with your buddy on the mountain or something like that. That like is priceless, bro. Yeah. And I'm glad you got that because if that's anything I can say uh, to all the listeners, um, Photos, videos are priceless. Yeah, man, I, I don't delete any of them. You're because, like, uh, you know, like, you know, Facebook, right? I'm not a big fan of Facebook, but I do it because it's connected to my it Instagram. Tells you when, it tells you when people's birthdays are. Yeah, that's true. That's, true. <laughs> that's the only reason I get them. Um, it's the time hop that I have. Yeah. And 
the one thing that I realized in Time Hop is shit that happened seven, eight years ago. It's wild when those pictures pop up and you're it's like, whoa. It's been a minute. Yeah. I'm like, this has been eight years ago? What the fuck, right? Yeah. And it's so good because I'm still friends with everybody. That eight years ago, I'm still close and dear to them. But at the same time, I'm like, holy fuck. Time isn't slowing down at all. No, not at all. And my whole deal is, man, when I'm long gone, ashes in the dust in this world, uh, I want everybody to remember me as having fun. Remember the good times I do. Like everything I do is for a purpose, like having fun. I did this because I enjoyed this. I hunted because I enjoyed this. I I hunted because I enjoyed the the pursuit. I love eating. I love it all. Yeah. Uh, you know, do it. Try it. You know what I mean? Like to me, that's the only thing I can ask for. Yeah, it's not not everybody's thing, but it isn't. And I and I don't at least try it. But here's my deal. Like we we're talking about like the Hall of Fame. You know, like. I don't I don't give a fuck if I'm ever in the Hall of Fame. I don't give a fuck if I'm ever remembered in a documentary or whatever. What I do remember, what I do want to remember, is my kids knew me as me. Mm-hmm. And not a stranger. Yeah. Oh, well, you got the you got the gig now, you can run your own schedule. I try. You want. And that's yeah. what you're doing right now too. Yeah. That's that's the eventual goal is to get a little more it's for freedom, right? Like, if I want to go hunting for a week, I don't have to ask a boss for a week off. Or if me and my girlfriend want to go on a vacation or something like that, you, you don't got to pay the price. Yeah, you don't right? have to. You don't. You don't have ten days of vacation that you got to use. You got you to pay the piper, dude. You got to put your time in and do it. And when it's time to go, you do your time, and then eventually you'll be like, "Is it time for me to take this time off?" Yeah. Guess what? Fuck yeah, it is. Yeah. Because you know why? It's all still going to be there when you get back, too. It's going to be yours no matter what, dude. I, I still struggle. Like, when I leave for a week, I'm worried, like, the gym's going to burn down. It's all still there when you get back. Which is good, man, because that shows you that you're a good employer or whatever. You're, you run business. Here's my deal on the whole thing, man. Bills are going to be there yep. no matter what. Yes, they are. Bills are always going to be there. The money's going to come and go. Mm-hmm. And I promise you that whether you're fucking digging a ditch or you're fucking an entrepreneur or doing whatever the fuck you want to do, it doesn't matter. Money comes and goes. Yep. And if you don't like what you're doing, change it real yeah, fast. I'm, I'm with you on that one. Change that shit real fast. It ain't going to be easy, though. I'm going to promise you this. It's not going to be easy. My whole deal on this whole thing is, yeah, do I get paid doing this show? Yes, I do. Has it been easy? Fuck no, it has not been easy. At the same time, I've had a backing system. Yeah. People don't have backing systems these days. No. I've had a wife. I've had a great business partner and people that, I look up to this day, and we're still here. They believed in me for like, doing this, right? And friends in the industry that yeah, propped you up. Dude, and- 
dude, without them, I would not be this person, yeah. have this platform. My whole deal is, you know, people are always like, oh, man, you need to have this person on the podcast, this person on the podcast. Here's my deal. That person's made it, man. Yeah. They're good. Yeah. They're good, man. You know what I like to think back? Aaron Snyder, for one. He put me on a fucking, his podcast, and that has changed the whole thing for me. Yeah. He he had, he had me back once, two, three times back. People's demand. People start hitting me up and like, hey, man, you should do your own, blah, blah, blah. Joe Rogan hit me up and said, you should do one. Yeah. That was enough for me to say. Yeah, when you got when you got the biggest the biggest one in the world saying, and I'm I'm on, I'm doing it, and but guess what? I got you on here now because you know what? I believe in you, and I'm proud of you this year, man. You did your work. Well, thanks, dude. It's, and it's crazy because people would have never known this about you because if it wasn't for social media. Yeah, social media is crazy in in its own little way. It's good and bad. Yeah. Because social media gives all the props of you killing a bull and doing all this. And I'm like, I'm proud of you for doing that. Like, I'm a little jealous, honestly. <laughs> but then, and then a month later, you go shoot it on that, right? And you go and you're going to do more and you're going to do this and that and you're doing your shit. Here's my deal on the whole thing is like, man, I want you to run with this fucking year. Rest of this year, dude, just run with it because you are cloud nine. Well, we'll got to keep. We'll see. I got to get get some buddies on some animals, maybe. And cool, it doesn't matter. It no, doesn't matter. I used to be like super selfish with my time. Really? I mean, I think I probably still am with like my archery hunting. Yeah. But like, it's been really cool to see buddies who just got into the game, like put an animal down, or they're like shaking so bad they can't even like rack the gun yep. because they're so excited and nervous. That's like, the feeling. Like I remember being like a. Obviously, I still get like that. Yeah, that's why we do it. Yeah, it's it's really cool to see them get into it and see how much they love it. So, we'll see if I can. And I just like being out there. It's cool, man. I'm I'm telling you, man. Here's the thing. Like I was excited just to have you on the show, just to hear your stories. But I'm excited for you. What happens in the future? Yeah, we'll see, man. Just keep uh, it keep it rolling. I am. I I want you back. We're going to do it again. Uh, maybe we'll have a little Gaethje on here to smoke. We'll get high. Who knows? Well, I will. Hey, man. When in Rome. <laughs> Tomas. What to do? I'm going to tell you right now. You ain't skinny, Cody. But you did a damn good job tonight. <laughs> Thank you, mister. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, hey, Cole, what can we find you at? Um, Johnny underscore number three underscore sticks on Instagram. That's pretty much all I'm on. Yeah. Um, I love it, man. Just like jujitsu and hunting pictures pretty much. So. Well, are you going to do any competitions coming up? I mean, I'll be at best of the best. I saw I saw last time you and Snyder were on, you guys kind of announced those dates. June? So I'll be there in June. I won't double book myself. Um, I'm going to try to do... I didn't get out to attack this last year, but I'm going to try to get back out to one of those. Those are fun. But Come I'm, with me. Come with me to the one in Colorado. Uh, hold on. I want to talk about this. In July, 
I'm going to do a gladiator one. Are you? Yep. Well, I'll be there for that one. I'm going to do a gladiator shoot at the property that I hunt at. Okay. It's a private one. Set up, set up your own course and everything. 20, 25 targets. That'll be sweet. Yeah, I'll do that. And uh, you're going to want to bring your old lady. Yeah. Camp. We're going to have camping. All right. And I'm going to have a country singer come in. Oh, that'll be sweet. And play so you're gonna do like for two us. day two day shoot or like one day shoot and then camp overnight. Camp overnight and then the second day is gonna be a money hung hangover shoot. Gonna, I sh- the last two years I've shot better hungover <laughs> than I did the first it's day. It's gonna be so. fun. I honestly like that's what I'm gonna do in July. Um twenty five it, it's cool. Yeah, I'll I'll do that. I well, definitely I like them, man. It's gonna be right here in Conford. Uh my my whole deal on this whole thing is like you know, I saw how big best of the best is. Do I want to take anything away from that? Hell no. That's that that's awesome. Yeah. That brings in this and that. My my shoot is just I just want people to have a good time. Yeah. Bring their wives, bring their kids, bring their campers, tents, whatever. We're gonna camp and we're gonna have a shoot and we're gonna fucking we're gonna party, we're gonna party, <laughs> and dude, if, and then see if we can shoot the next day. <laughs> shoot the next day, and we're gonna have a long contest, a long shoot contest. We're gonna have a short contest um, over a pond or a couple of ponds. Oh, cool! Uh, it, it's it's cool. We're gonna have a balloon shoot. I got all kinds of stuff. That'll be fun, man. Yeah, I'll, you gotta let me know the dates on that when you get that finalized. Yep. we'll put it. Put it. Yeah, on I'm. Calendar. I'm. Uh, I'm thinking it's gonna be like probably mid. July, I'm thinking. I don't know. I just July gets crazy because everybody's on vacations and this and that. But this is why I want to make it like, hey, if you're gonna vacation, maybe make this a spot where yeah. you in route it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it is. It's not. It's not gonna be expensive, but it's it's just gonna be fun. Yeah, well, that's cool because I don't. My, sh- I don't shoot for the money at best of the best, yeah, anyways. Because there's my whole deal is there. I I just got to pay for the entertainment, yeah. right? And uh, the country singer is gonna be bombay. Yeah, cool, I gotta man. I gotta thank Nestor for this whole deal. Look, he deserves it. Cool. Um, yeah, I'll be there. But yeah, it's gonna be cool, man. It's just fun. It's a cash prize. We'll do caches and side, bunch of prizes. Side bets. Side bets, obviously. You know what I mean. And uh, the shots are going to be epical. Cool. It's cool. It's going it. to be fun. Um, my whole deal is on this. I got. I we got to stop. Fuck. <laughs> God damn. You got. You got to drink some more of that water, bro. I know. I'm not hiccuping no more. <laughs> but on that note, man, I got. I got to give break props to everybody for listening. Uh, we got a couple big announcements coming in uh, next couple weeks. Um. God damn, I just got to say thank you all for listening. Because if it wasn't for all your downloads, Teddy would have a job. I'd be like, hey, y'all need a participator? I'm good, dude. Let's go. On that note, we out. Later. Hey, guys. I wanted to hop on here and give you guys a big shout out and say thank you for all your support. Um, Do me a favor. Check out that Bullhorn app. Give us a subscribe on that app. Um, Man, you guys can watch us live right from your phone. Call in. Ask Cody questions all from the app. Check it out. uh, And make sure you guys give us a follow on the IG. 
at GU underscore unfiltered underscore and at gladiators unleashed. And if you're a patron, love you.